I'll just fucking welcome to I'll discuss anything. I've got uh Stamper William Stamper, aka Stamper TV here. Uh Stamper, how are you doing, man? I'm good. What is up, guys? I'm good. Um I've been better, but I'm good. I got to say uh I'm excited to be here. Um it's not every day that I'm invited on a show with an openly gay host. So thank you for having me. <laughs> Stamper, you know what? That's uh that's a good that's a good point. You know what? We've got our first question here, Stamper. Why don't I just go ahead and uh just go ahead and ask this, all right? Uh, is that the word we're answering uh, questions? Questions yeah, from yeah. who? Uh, well, this is, uh, well, th you know, never mind that, Stamper. Why do people like you? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> See? I don't know. You know, truthfully, I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, you're a funny dude, Stamper. All right, question number two. When was the last Wait, time Wait, I'll go back. Hold on, hold on. Yeah? Uh, maybe because... I'm like Joe Everyman, and people see a little bit of themselves in me and through me. <laughs> There's no way that people see you as a Joe Everyman. You're the guy who talked on Sleepy Cabin about, like, getting in car races and, and fucking, I, I don't know. You, you've, you've done so much that I guess you could apply to Everyman, but there's no way everybody sees you as like, oh, yeah, uh, William Stamper, he's just like us. <laughs> Everybody's fucking stupid sometimes, man. <laughs> That's not what They're I just mean. stupid in their own ways. All right, question number two, Stamper. When's the last time you thought about touching little boys? <sighs> um, nine or ten this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you'd say something like that. Man, I'm glad that I'm glad that we got to do this again. That last thing that we did, you said it sucked. Maybe it did. I didn't fucking listen to it. I don't. I don't fucking. I didn't even fucking care. Like you sent you me were there the whole time. I just I, I didn't listen to it either, man. I was talking about it sucked the whole time. Did it, it really? Kind of, okay, so like full disclosure. So um, he hit me up a while ago and he was like, "Hey, you want to do an interview?" And I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care, whatever." So I already got like you know the go ahead to swear and shit. That's why I'm so nonchalantly saying fuck it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we did a whole thing and um. We record it uh, individually, like on his end and on my end, and my end got all kinds of fucked up, so we're just doing it again now. Yeah, we, this is there totally our first time ever talking. I have never met or spoken to William Stamper before. If this shows up uh -huh. in, a, in, a, in a court of law, I have never met this man. Uh, please, your honor, I beg for mercy. <laughs> all right, Stamper, what's, what's your favorite thing that you've ever worked on? Uh, that is a good question because, you know, that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting question to, to ask pretty much anybody that, cause there's different ways of looking at it. Like the thing I had the most fun yeah. doing or the thing I'm most proud of doing. Yeah. Like what, what'd you I enjoy the most? Any of those. Yeah. Well, it's like, what's, um, what's, what you have the most fun doing? Um, just in general, probably, um. Anything music-wise, I'd say. That like your I've new done. stuff? That, that's what I have. What's that? Like your new stuff? Yeah, or, you know, I've been doing it for a while, but that's where I have the most... It's where I get, like, my most... I guess you could call it fun, uh, because my brain just focuses in on that, and nothing else in the world matters, you know? So I'm, I'm like, happy as then, because I'm just doing... It's like, hey, I'm making a song, and from... 
you know, point A to point Z. That's all I'm thinking about the entire way through, and I'm I'm happy. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm depressed as fuck. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, Stamper, when was the last time you were happy? Uh, it's been a long time, man. Last <laughs> time I made a song, I guess. You know, we talked about this last time, and I thought I thought that was really cool and kind of deep of you to just talk about that openly. But uh, I asked you why. Uh, why did you think you aren't? Why did you think that you're not happy? You said that you weren't I happy. Had a, yeah, and I probably had a way better answer than a uh, way better answer than. And I don't know, you know. Um, it's tough to say. There's just like different, uh, I guess, facets. You like everything kind of like stacks up to make the one global reason. Yeah. Um, that I'm sure a lot of people could relate to. I'm probably just I'm unhappy for the same reasons everybody else is, I guess, on different levels. I mean, like, you, you told know, you me make that something you... and nothing. What's that? You told me that you felt unsuccessful. So. Oh yeah, well, I mean, there's that, but um, and a lot of people would look at that and say, "Oh man, you're fucking crazy because you've done this, this, and this." But it's like, you know, again, it's kind of like, what is your definition of success? Because if you just keep, if you if you create things, you're gonna keep creating things until you die. That's what you do. You create things. It's yeah. Like if you're a painter, it's you finish a painting, you move on to the next painting. Like, when are you successful? Like, do you do you see that like financially, or you is there, do you imagine one day in your head you're, you're just gonna release like your fucking magnum opus, and then you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, boom, now I'm fucking successful. See, I don't see it that way. Like, it's, I've never had that overall like that's when i'm gonna be fucking successful because it's always a a chain that just keeps like a chain reaction of things that just keep happening back to back so like i it, in my eyes i'm i'm no more i'm no different than the the person i was 10 years ago 15 years ago i'm still doing the same exact thing really but you've you've made yeah. i mean you've made so much and surely you've learned and changed as an individual Oh sure, yeah, and I just see that as like adding more knowledge to like your, your, just your daily bandolier of shit that you do. You know, it's like now I know how to do this. Let's move on. So you're, and, you know, kind of. Do you have a do you have a thing for like when you think that you will consider yourself successful, and be no. happy for it? I don't think so. No, it's like um, I just kind of again, it's kind of like a sequential thing where I guess they're like little successes. I guess the only if you if you think about it like even though you don't consider yourself successful I guess success is really when other people consider consider you a success I guess Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I remember back when I was dating this girl in high school. I didn't play guitar was she hot? yet. No, god no. Fuck no, uh, dude. I Did she have like big giant titties? She no, she did have them sweet big titties. She had Oh, let me tell you something about this girl. This girl legitimately had like scars on her face from living next uh -huh. to like a, a a radioactive fucking Simpsons ass fucking plant when she was young and it was in the water and it was in their shower and it, like it scarred up her face real bad. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, like, she wasn't. I mean, like... I shouldn't be laughing, but like, <laughs> no, what? you so can't. No. She was like taking acid rain showers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it just looked like acne scars, really, more than anything. And I I've never once in my life given a shit about how pretty someone that I was dating was. 
Like that's I've, uh-huh. I've never cared about that. It's all like personality and like like what they're into for me. Cause I'm into some fucking stupid shit. So if somebody can like get behind me and get behind the shit that I'm into and then just talk to me about that, that's like my best friend ever, right there. There you go. And well, okay, well let let me interview you real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like what things, for example? Like fucking little boys. <laughs> no, like uh, oh, yeah, like you found you found somebody that was like, yeah, you know what? Finally, <laughs> someone's just open about that. Yeah, I so- am so down with this relationship. Now. Somebody, somebody, that was gonna be a deal breaker, dude. I I legitimately met a couple like that one time that was just like open about being pedophiles together, and it was such yeah. a it was such a weird fucking scenario. I was just like, all right, I guess as long as you're happy, I, I, yeah. I I'm not gonna fucking stop them. And they didn't do anything to kids. I guess, like, fucking disclaimer, they didn't do anything to kids. Or if they did, I didn't know. They were just fucking openly into kids well, and together. It's, it's not like it's not like they're going to hit you up and be like, guess what we just did. <laughs> no, it of was, course you're not going to know, No, like I'm, a, I, like, I'm a weird guy to talk to. I'm open about just about anything, kind of like you are. Like, I'll just fucking say shit, right? So, I was talking about, like... Uh, I was talking about fucking hentai. I was talking about like Daojins and how like like Lolly and Shota is getting like bigger, and I'm seeing it more and Who more. Who the hell says Daojins? I don't fucking <laughs> know. Fuck you, Stamper. Get off my fucking show. Uh, but Lolly and Sh- and Shota was getting more and more, and then they were like, "Oh yeah," because people generally feel like comfortable talking to me about shit because I don't fucking care about anything. I don't judge people for fucking anything. So they were just like, "Yeah, I." I like he likes looking at that shit, and I'll jack him off, you know. I'll blow him while while he's looking at that little girls getting railed. And I was like, "Really? Damn, you into?" <laughs> and I was like, "You into that?" that she was an like, interesting Thanksgiving conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was my dad. I was talking to my dad and my mom. Uh, but pass the mashed potatoes and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but I was like, I oh, really, you into that? She was like, yeah, I'm, I'm into it too. And I was like, okay. Uh, so you into little kids? They were like, yeah, I guess we're into little kids. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, see, I'm, yeah I'm similar in that sense too. It's like, for, for the most part, you know, it's, uh, people jump on me all the time about this. It's like, dude, you're way too open. Like, why are you saying why, like all this shit on like, you know, Twitter or whatever? Fucking, why, why are you just open up and just say shit like that? It's like, dude, because... Like, I really don't have anything to hide. And 9.9 times out of 10, if I say something, then the grand majority of the world is going to... It's like, if I get... It's like, why'd you go on Twitter and tell people that you're jacking off? It's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> they probably just finished jacking off. <laughs> that other guy on the other end is also jacking off going, oh, look, Stamper's jacking off too. See, it's all one one world where we could all get along. If we just... <laughs> just... Just jack off Admitted that we're all jacking off. Just, <laughs> just, just, cir- off just circle jerk together. We gotta, we gotta get that together, Stamper. We gotta get a a time that let everybody know that this is the time where we're all gonna jack off together, and then we'll all be brothers. Yeah. What there was you I? Go. What was I talking and, about? Uh, oh yeah, that bitch. That bitch. Uh, she. So she's ugly. Oh right? yeah, that's right. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so she's ugly, right? Fucking she Scarface got, over here. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but she got me into fucking uh, uh, like Japanese idols and shit. But, like, male Japanese idols, like, gawked and hide. And she got me into one called Miyavi. 
who was like this boy girl. Oh, those guys. Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's hot I as fuck, them, dude. I want to fuck that guy. But I always called him. I always said, is it is it gacked? I always yeah, said gacked. Yeah, it's gacked. G-A-C-K-T. Or just G-A-K-T. Yeah, I guess Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. Jap- whatever, <laughs> man. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I own most of their fucking albums and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Miyavi is like a sexy boy girl who plays like some sweet fucking tunes on a guitar, right? And there's this one yeah. song where before I play, I, w- I was like starting to play guitar. I was just picking out guitar, right? And then he's like, he opens with like this really sweet ass slap guitar solo with just his hands. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. And I, I remember saying to her, if I can play that, that's when I'll feel successful. That's when I am officially a success and I I can just stop playing guitar. And now I can play that on my guitar and I don't feel that way at all. So your gauge for success is seeing a successful person and saying, if I can successfully rip him off. Yeah, then- <laughs> yeah that was, that's right, man. That's right. I was like, if I can do that, if I can do that, that I'll be successful. And I didn't. I don't know what fucking 15-year-old me was thinking, but I was fucking a 23-year-old, so I was thinking something right. I had shit well, going well. I mean, technically, see, it was a success, though. So, Do you feel successful? No, but you successfully did it, so well, I it guess was, technically you're a success. You're right. I mean, it, it was statutory rape, but, you know, I, I feel successful yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was fucking weird, man. Dating, like, a 23-year-old when you're 15 is, like, the weirdest shit ever. Like, people have That's told true. me... Like, that, like, I shouldn't... One, people have told me I shouldn't tell people about that. And two, people have told me that, like, it's a bad thing what I did. But I had a good time. Like, we broke up on bad terms, but, like, I had a good relationship. I learned a lot. Yeah, it's more common than you think, too, dude. I'm not not saying it's, like, wildly common, but a lot of people are... In or have had relationship situations like that. Yeah, Stamper, so, I mean, William and, and Stamper, now for is example. now. It's was that? Uh, uh, yeah, William Stamper, for example, famed. <laughs> yeah, famed fifteen-year-old dater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even to this day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're known for, man. You were dating a fifteen-year-old when shit, you were fifteen. Yeah, that's 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 what you do. That's that's what everybody loves you for. That's They're what like, I'm good at. Just get off my back. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What were we talking about? How shitty this coffee is. You got shitty coffee? Yeah. From where? Well, it was my my fault. I just made it wrong. I was, like, really lazy when I made the coffee. Normally, I put, like, cream and sugar in it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drink it black. That's an awful idea. I And it was a bad idea. And I see, I have nobody to blame but myself for sabotaging myself. See, that's a good life lesson right there. If you like your coffee with cream and sugar in it, then put cream and sugar in it. It's <laughs> a good point. You know that you uh, <laughs> you you're like a you're like a guy who does cooking videos now, like on YouTube, and you know raps about it. I guess who fucking cares about that part? But you're the guy fucking up your own coffee, and you're the one telling other people how to cook. The fuck is your problem? Uh, see, Sanford? well, that's kind of, that's kind of a misconception there too. It's like people are like, oh man, I really love your recipe videos. It's like, oh, you got to fucking. Pump your brakes there, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. These, these aren't fucking recipe videos, okay? I'm like, I am just, you're just watching me cook something. I'm not telling anybody how to do it. It's not if I can do anything, man. It's like, I just figured I'm putting out music anyways. 
give people something to fucking watch. And it's not yeah. like I have a stable of beautiful black women over here willing to fucking... I don't know, man. You got them wiggle around bitches and shit. at the end of BTD. What? Oh. Is Backstage gonna be a song that you fully release, by the way? Backstage? Yeah. That's what I've called it this whole time, and that's what I'm calling it right now, and you should know what I'm talking about, because I, I've decided that... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, give my dick a backstage pass. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Does that is that like a full song, or is that just some shit you were fucking up? Uh, that was not that. It was. I just needed something. Are you kidding me? <laughs> something. I just needed something for just for like the end credits, just to make some some people smile. I think it worked. Yeah, okay. Dude, are you kidding me? Every that I thought that was like you teasing another song or something like that because that no, song. But then over the song that I just listened to, that song is what gets stuck in my head. Yeah, <laughs> and see, yeah, last time we kind of talked on this too. It's I feel like through my whole body of work, the shit that takes off the most is the shit that I care the less about during the yeah. production process. The, but the things that I put all my time and energy in, it, they just go nowhere. It's because I'm overthinking everything. And then, like, just for that, I was like, oh, I just need a fucking credit song. 15 minutes later, I fucking had that. And now people are like, I want that f- song full. Excuse me. Wait, hold on. <sighs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> I want the full version of that song. And now I'm doing a full version of that song. You should do which one, Which kind of sucks because now I have to write all the lyrics and shit when I didn't think that far ahead. You should do that, man. That's a great song. That thing's got a great hook. I like it. I like the intro, the the break beat, like the breakdown intro on the drums and everything. It's snappy, man. I like it. Yeah, that style of music is um uh, general, generally referred to as um New Jack Swing. And it is probably my favorite genre, but it really went out of favor like late 80s yeah, and it's a, it's a big early 80s 90s thing. it had like a, a little spot but i swear if people just brought it back man everyone would fucking love it i mean i don't have to be singing about getting shit on your wiener but <laughs> i don't know man yeah i i thought about that a lot recently uh just because like just because boys to men was big doesn't mean that if you brought back boys to men that people would love it well yeah i guess so in a sense but at the same time, I don't know. Shit is getting shit's kind of stale these days. I don't know. Maybe I, it's tough to say if people would embrace it or if people just want more of the same shit. I'm waiting like for pretty much every to... rap song these days is just the same. Like feeling really high and bang, and then the chorus is like this repetitive like, and they do it intentionally because if you make a repetitive chorus, it gets stuck in your head. And, yeah. you know, it's like when people are like, this song is so stupid. Why does it have, like, you know, 18, 19 writers? It's like, dude, they're not writing the song. If anything, they're dumbing the so- the, the song down. Absolutely. They're dumbing the song down to reach the broadest possible audience. If you if your songs are too overcomplicated, it, I think you know what I'm saying. It's like it's you're you're going to you're going to fall into a niche audience really quick. Yeah. First off, I'm ready for rock music to make kind of a comeback i want progressive rock to kind of come back i want to see that and see what they'll do with that with new shit that we've got today too i I could see yeah and you know just recently fucking what's his name adam levine he got called out and everyone's calling him a fucking idiot but i know what he's saying yeah or i just kind of like glazed over but he was like he said some something to the effect of um uh bands don't really exist anymore 
and that's kind of a shame or something like that. And everyone's like, duh, well, there's bands all over the place. But I, I get what he means. Like, nobody's really... It's kind of true in a Like, I have to, like, look for bands. Like, you never just hear, like, where's, like, where... I don't particularly like them, but like bands like Nirvana and shit like that, they don't just pop up anymore. Well, that's because rock's dead, man. Like rock in general is just kind of non-existent. It's just kind of right? hiding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like there's underground rock movements and there's still punk and shit coming out, but like almost all rock now is underground. Almost. Yeah, all it's of it. not in the spotlight anymore. That's for sure. No, I went so too. I went over to a friend's house last week, and he just he likes to just have music videos rap music videos whatever's like popular whatever's big right now on youtube just just playing on just going. i used to do that too it's just put them up and just let them chain together yeah. yeah yeah and i was i was sitting there watching them and one of them i i got to counting and it had like eight ads in it like eight like uh what what do you call it fucking when you put a fucking like pro- product placement yeah okay gotcha yeah it had like eight things of product placement in it in scenes and i was just like holy shit this is just a, this is a fucking commercial yeah the whole thing nobody cared about this fucking song the song sucked the music video yeah. sucked it was all cg and it was just a big fucking commercial yeah you know a, a lot of a lot of the times uh regardless of the industry really it's you know, money comes first dude that's the first discussion Anything else comes later. Money come. How do we make money off this proposed idea before the idea even happens? Was it like that at Newgrounds? In what sense? Like was. Or were you raising... making a joke? No, 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 no. I wasn't. I was asking sincerely. Was was raising capital like a big concern at Newgrounds? Not having enough capital was probably a bigger concern. Like money was always a concern. Is ah. Uh... Like, oh, shit, which, blah, oh, shit, uh, uh, Tom's not that kind of guy, man. Like, he was always more concerned with the happiness and well-being of the users and shit like that. I've never met the dude. I'd really like to meet him sometime. He's a super nice guy. That's all I hear, dude. All I hear. I've interviewed people, several people who've known him now, and my God, all they say is just positive things about Tom. I'd love to fucking talk to him about Newground sometime. Yeah, if you, like, just go to YouTube or something and pull up, like, interview with Tom Fulp, and whatever his corny ass is doing, that's, just put that idea in your head. That's exactly how he is. Yeah, I could probably. All the time. Uh, maybe I'll contact him sometime and ask him if he wants to do one of these. What do you, like, speaking of working at Newgrounds, you, you started working at Newgrounds at, like, 15, right? Well, not working at, but. Yeah, fifth, like I was like fifth, 16, maybe 16-ish, and um, I, that's when I found Newgrounds, and um, I remember like before that, you know, I was you know, digging around the internet just for shit that makes you laugh and stuff like that, and uh, I, I uh, found Newgrounds in its like early seed days when there was only like five or ten Flash cartoons on it, and that's it, oh, and Tom yeah. was like adding them by hand. Because the portal didn't exist. And back then, it was like, it I just blew me out of the... Because it was the dumbest cartoons and stuff there. Because, yeah. you know, it was the fucking early days. And it, it, like, it really blew my mind and opened up a ton of possibilities when I first saw a Flash cartoon. Because, you know, before that, people would look at animated GIFs and laugh because the GIF was kind of goofy. Yeah. But then Flash was like animated GIFs that had sound in them. And I was like, what? You redesigned Newgrounds after that, right? 
What's that? What's that? You redesigned. Uh, you redesigned Newgrounds after that, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a while after that. I was probably like nineteen or twenty, and um. But yeah, I was on Newgrounds for for a couple of years, and um, I bounced around. And around then, I was designing websites just for fun, and you know, my own websites. And every now and again, somebody needed a website, and I was really interested in web and graphic design. And um, <clears throat> so I was still around Newgrounds, but I was like more on on the career side of web design. Yeah. And then one day, um, I was kind of like, I was in uh, Hawaii at the time. If I remember right, and um, I I just lost my job and I had nothing better to, to do and I was just I was browsing around Newgrounds. I was like, man, this site is fucking ugly. <laughs> and in fairness uh, to Tom, it was <laughs> it was fucking hideous. What job did so, you lose? Uh, drug mule? No, um, I was actually uh, my primary source of income was um, designing porn websites. Really. Yeah, oh, I was you uh, fucking madman. I was that fucking I was the guy that and I knew I knew it was fucking but that's just the, the way the porn industry works, man. But I knew it was a shady fucking business, but I was the guy that designed all like the um the websites like so they'd go and snap up a bunch of uh domain names. Yeah. Like schoolbitches.org and <laughs> giantblackwieners.com you know stupid shit like yeah, that yeah williamstanford.net yeah what <laughs> but uh and they they would all be they were just like the front ends for um to gather credit cards from people that all redirected you to the same back end of content yeah yeah you know what i mean absolutely so it's all basically just a fucking ripoff but eh, i know what i was doing but it was a fucking paycheck you know what's cool about that now you can just do that on youtube people do that shit on youtube constantly now in what sense? Like, all right, check it. You get on YouTube and then you you like search for Black Panther, right? Like the movie, and then right. like they they you always get this shit where it's like Black Panther full HD, 1080p, 4K, and it's just like this long fucking name, but it's it's got like great SEO. So you click on it, and it's like the 20th Century Fox logo, and then, like, a little bit of a trailer, and then it goes, oh, YouTube has removed this video. Please click the link in the description to... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and then and then it's the same thing. Like, it's just shady fucking uh, domain names that get your credit card and then take you to the same back end. It made money, though, dude. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, of course, you got, like, Pornhub and stuff like that. It's just, like, you know, go beat off. Just run there real quick, and there you go. Dude, I haven't like, beat you know, off to... in, like, three weeks. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. I don't know what's with me. I used to be like a two or three times a day kind of guy. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you feel that. I'm glad you feel that. We'll cut this part out. Don't worry. Nobody wants to hear about us beating off. No, yes, they do. Leave it. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, just uh, just to wrap that last uh, that last thing up real quick. So I just randomly. I just sat around and I was like, if if this was my website, talking about Newgrounds, if this was my website, how would I want it to look? And I used the Tom, or the, the Tom, I used the Tom, I used the colors that Tom, like, already picked out, and he liked, uh, like, gray and yellow, and I was like, fuck it, and I just, that, that was basically just my guideline, was gray and yellow, and then there. And then I sent it to Tom, and I was like, here's what I think Newgrounds could look like. Yeah. And it was just a mock-up, and he was like, oh yeah, this is fucking great, let's do this. <laughs> that was pretty much it. What was your first job, Stamper? My first job? Yeah, um, I'm curious. I, 
if I remember right, it was my fucking history is hazy. I'm pretty sure it was Walmart though. <laughs> oh man, if you as your is your memory getting that bad? Well, it's just that you know, as time goes by, you start pushing shit out of your head that doesn't really. That's just a natural thing that most people do. This like you know, for example, like when I was younger, I knew the state capital of every state in the United States. And I'd be lucky to name like three of them you because that genius, data doesn't <laughs> It's like that. None of that data means anything anymore. I I'll never forget my first job, man. My first job was GameStop like many others before me. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, because, uh, you said that that was pretty, cause we touched on this earlier. Did we? <laughs> And you said that, um, not for long though, but you said that it was really common. The only thing we really said was, you said that it was really common uh, for people to have jobs at GameStop. And for me, it was like everybody was working at fucking McDonald's. Like, that was the thing. McDonald's. That was the thing everybody avoided around me. Everybody was like, I don't want to work at McDonald's. I'll take anything but McDonald's. Yeah. You know what? We talked about it earlier, but I, I kind of want to revisit one thing. Like you said, like, what did you have the most fun working on? Or what was like, the, what did you put the most work into? And like, what did you try your hardest on? I want to know what you tried your hardest on, man. That sounds actually interesting. Considering your, your work portfolio. Um, I'd probably say... Probably the entirety of Battle Block Theater. Really? Yeah, that that's what I put the most time into and the most um just overall like um well I I guess effort too. Because uh, a lot of people don't know that um <clears throat> the game as it's released now, you know, there's a bunch of voices and cinematics and stuff in there, but Everything that I did that that's actually in the game, that's probably representative of uh, like maybe twenty percent of what I actually did that didn't make it into the game. Jesus, man! But that game's full of you. That game is like mostly just showing off you doing voiceover. If like take for example, like it's all situational. So there's triggers in the game that trigger a voice bank. Um motherfuckers ruin the word trigger i hate saying it <laughs> but, i know but that tr that trigger a voice bank so if you do like if you're in a um like one of those little mini games and you uh sink a basketball or something like that there's a specific bank for just that now nor or if let's just say you die right there's a there's a voice bank for deaths right um and it just pulls a random voice clip every every voice has been clipped down and that was another part of my thing like i'd I'd record everything and then I'd turn each one into clips individually named and there's just like thousands and thousands and fucking thousands. So they'd say like we need voice a voice bank for when you die. And then I just have to come up with things and just a lot of it's just I'd say the, the grand majority of it's just fucking off the cuff. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sitting in the booth and I'm like okay and I'm imagining like a character's dying what would somebody watching that say out loud like if you were just like chilling with your friends playing on the couch what would they say out loud yeah so i just like did that but in the game there's probably like maybe 30 30 voice clips in the death bank right but i i turned in probably 300 yeah yeah but they go through all of the clips and they pick 
out, you know, a reasonable amount to put in the game. And a big part of that was um, to kind of spare the person on the downloading side of it. Because audio, I mean, it's, it's kind of common knowledge, but most like most of the, the brunt of the, the games and shit that you download, like a lot of it is taken up by audio. Like audio is so fucking weighted. Yeah, there's no way to compress it yet, really. You can, but not by much. And, like, we were just thinking, it's like, dude, if you have, like, thousands and thousands and fucking thousands of voice clips in this game, man, th- that'd be kind of cruel to make someone sit down and fucking download an 800-gig game just for some dumbass voices. So How much input did you have in that game? Uh, Everything that really? I... Well, not the game itself, but, like, it was, it was pretty free, man. Was, when the game first started... Uh, Dan was like, um, we need, me and Dan were already friends, uh, before that we were like roommates and we had like a very similar senses of humor and he was like, we need cinematics. And then he came over and he was like, I, I know that you could figure this out. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> and I just went in there and I, I ad libbed like basically the whole intro cinematic and that was like there. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, yeah, this is perfect. Now do the rest of them and then do these now. And it's like, yeah, it's, it was it, there was freedom in a sense where we just kind of trusted each other. Like we need, again, like we need, uh, death voices. Here you go. You know, how many people worked on that game? I don't know. I'm not a fucking accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I was like, cause it sounds like you put in like hours upon hours upon hours of work. Sure. A lot of people did. There's yeah. a couple of programmers. Dan was like the main artist. There's a couple of uh, side artists too, and a lot of people on the, oh the fucking um, uh the there's a fucking term for it. Um, like all the stuff that you don't really see, like the the quality control. There's a lot of um oh um, like Q and A testing and, and shit. Yeah, there's that, and then there's the um localization. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I see what stuff you mean. like that. There's they're all good people, though. Yeah, I'm sure that's a ton of work to make a video game. I, I've never, yeah. I've never even like, I've never really talked to anybody who worked on like a full video game that got published, like on the channel or anything. So I was just wondering how many people probably went into Battle Block Theater. I was guessing yeah. like two dozen, two dozen maybe. Yeah, maybe somewhere around there. I mean, the team's not huge. I mean, it's not like fucking EA or something. I don't know why EA was the first thing that came they're the to shittiest mind. company, dude. They are. You know what? Um, they are. EA yeah. is garbage shit. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, you know, uh, your voiceover in Battle Block is so big, though. I've, I've got a friend who doesn't even know who you are that has, like, a, an alarm on his phone for the the It's a Secret song. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did, were you just standing in a booth doing noises for that? Yeah, I they were like, were. they were like, um, damn it, I, f- I forget. It was because it was a kind of a relaxed atmosphere, and like me and Dan would like work late at night, and we would just um just say random things out loud, <laughs> just for no reason, like buckle your pants. <laughs> or it's like it, it turned into like a kind of like a, a, a like a childish kind of like buckle your pants, dude. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> an, an all 
all-rounder sort of thing for any situation. It's like, instead of being like, are you serious, dude? It's like, buckle your pants, man. Like five-year-olds <laughs> insulting each other when they don't have... I know, like, like fucking children, grasp. that's yeah, it. like actual children. That sounds like actual it, kids. And, uh, yeah, for that song, it was just like, hey, we need a, a, a song for the secret stage. And I was like, what are you thinking? It's like, I don't know. It's like, here. Yeah. <laughs> no, go do it. It's like, if you really don't care, then here. I, I don't either there. You know, like, I, I, know mo- I know you mostly from, like, your animations and stuff. So I figured that was probably the stuff that made you the happiest or the stuff that you spent the most time on. But voice acting is, like, an entirely different beast than animating. And I, I can kind of see now, and after talking to you, I think, like, I think it might have taken more time to do voice acting in general than it probably did for you to animate those things because you probably just plowed through animating things. Yeah, um, I do enjoy it. Like, right now I can't, and everyone's like, oh, you fucking, you, you're, you're all washed up and shit. You're not making cartoons anymore. <laughs> you know, first and foremost, it's not exactly fucking easy, so fuck you, Who are dude. Are you, Ego Raptor? <laughs> what the fuck? But, uh, uh, what's it called, um... Yeah, right now it's just my current situation and setup just doesn't really allow for a whole lot of because uh, it's a little intensive to make cartoons. Yeah, I'm gonna get back to it eventually. I just need to tweak all this, but yeah, in terms of like cartoons and stuff, uh, I can get them done pretty quick because I don't consider myself an animator. I can animate, but not very well. You know, like I, if you want to know like good animators, I could just I point them out all day. Fucking Harry Partridge, that's a fucking animator. Yeah, right? yeah. I can't do what he does, like, because he's actually animating things. I'm so tweening shit around. Yeah, I was gonna say you're tweening <laughs> mostly. So, I. You I know. mean, I like I'd like it to at least look visually appealing. Yeah. Just to like get the jokes, get the jokes across. But other than that, and when I'm not animating, my goal is to. It's like, I feel like some people animate to show the world that they can animate well. Yeah. Not that they're trying to be like arrogant about like look at me sort of thing, but like they're animating because they love animation and it's like here's something like real here's some eye candy for you. Something from but, the you know, heart, like, man. Yeah, but you know, my end goal is like to just to entertain people. And if you could animate and entertain people at the same time, that's just a uh, fucking bonus. But if I'm just trying to tell like a cheap ass joke, I don't need phenomenal animation. I'm just trying to make somebody smile or laugh. And I could do that with like a live action stupid thing or or a cartoon or a song or like that's my shit. I just want to like maybe make somebody think about something from a different perspective or just fucking laugh, you know, because people have shitty ass fucking days. You can come home and just pull up a little cartoon. And yeah, last time we talked, you said that like your uh, your original goal, like your I asked you like what your what your goals were and you said like. I don't know, just to make people laugh. Like, that that was, like, your life goal, pretty much. You just wanted to make people happy. Do you have- if I had to boil it down, yeah, just make people happy and comfortable. Because life is shit, dude. It sucks. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've been, <laughs> sucks, I've been here, man. man. I've been here for 30 years. I'm oh, aware. you too? Yeah. It's crazy. Fuck this shit, and I have man. a I have this sneaking fucking feeling that your listeners might have also been there, too. Fuck. How about we all, you know, decide to stop doing it? We'll all leave around the same time. Maybe we could all meet up and and just get out of this 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 mess that we're in. Oh, together, yeah, 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 together, idea. yeah. I think like I think maybe we could. Uh, I could I could rent out a church or something. And I'll make us a big tray of 
poison enchiladas <laughs> that we can all share. Delicious, delicious. And we can all we can all go out giving uh, eating enchiladas and giving each other back rubs. It actually didn't sound that bad. If I died that way, I think that I think I might be. How, how do you want to die, Stamper? Oh, I already know how and when tell I'm me. going to. No, I can't. Why? Because if I tell you the future, the future might not happen. Damn it, Stamper. I'm trying to think of, like, how I'd want to die. Like, if if I fucking got a choice of dying, I feel like getting decapitated isn't that bad. Oh, like the... I know, like, even when I was little, people are like, God, I got some fucking crazy indigestion. Sorry I keep burping into the fucking... It's microphone cool, here, but, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, this is edited so it doesn't matter i'll just edit you out burping that's fine but yeah even when i was a kid i was like you know it's like you look at the the guillotine for a second and you're like man that thing looks brutal man you put your head through and it's like oh it's got to be terrible but then you get a little older and you're like not really yeah because you're like not even looking at the blade you're looking away from it it's kind of a surprise when it hits, and it just lops your head off. Yeah, it's like that's actually kind of a decent way to go. If what's you think what's, about what's it. the way you don't want to die, Stepper? If you got if you got your shit down on how you are gonna die and when, how about I just ask you fucking how like what's what's the worst way you think to die? Um, I'm going with uh, car wreck, man. I don't want to die a in a car, car wreck. Well, it de- it depends on the severity of the car. Oh, dude, easy. A fucking bear. A bear. A bear. Like, I don't know, man. Like, compare that to shark. Like, which one's worse? Haven't you ever seen the fucking Revenant, man? Yeah, I've seen the fucking Revenant. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, shit's fucked. There was that little girl that got eaten by a bear, and she called her fucking mom on the cell phone while she was getting eaten. And there was, like, There's been a couple of cases like that. See, that's the thing with bears, man. They're bigger than you are. They're stronger than you are. They're just going to pin you down, and then they don't care about you, dude. No, they no. Just, they just start eating... And it's going to take a long time. No, no, drowning, though. What about drowning? People drown all the time. Drowning sucks, per- dude. Well, how, how do you know? Have you ever drowned? No, <laughs> then shut <laughs> up. Fuck you, Stamper. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. You, like, you know, they say that, like, when you drown, like, the last thing that you're going to do is, like, your body, like, panics. Like, your body, like, even if you're not panicking, your body just goes fucking nuts. And I feel like I wouldn't have that with a bear. Like, I, th- I think I could just chill and, like, try to get the bear to break my neck or something. What, are you going to, like, talk some sense into the bear? Yeah, man, I'm going <laughs> to caress the bear. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to jack him off a little bit. You know, ask him if he can take my head off nicely. I don't think drowning would be all that bad. Have you ever had a dude come up behind you and put you in a fucking one of those... A chokehold? With his big muscular arms and knock you out? I mean... Not the knockout part, but yeah, I've had a dude come up behind me with his delicious muscular arms. That's just lack of oxygen to your fucking brain. You just kind of faint, and that's it, and you're up about you're ten minutes later, like, what the fuck happened? Oh, BJ fucking knocked you out, dude. It's like that. I just ima- I imagine drowning's a lot like that. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm, I'm distracted by the idea of a big man's arms around me, and... Oh, sorry, me I thought and... there was a technical thing. Oh, yeah, man, fuck God. drowning. Drowning's nothing, man, because people prefer that. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think so many people jump off bridges? No, dude, that, like, there, that can't be the case. Like, people aren't, like, fucking, I want to die from the, from the, from the drowning after the bridge, right? People want to, like, hit the water and, like, go unconscious or some shit. Yeah, um, I'm, wait, I'm still, hold on. Um, there was one that, um, 
I recently I heard maybe you've heard of weird things. Of course you have. That's a dumb way of saying it. No, this one guy. I I'll have to. I'll pull it up later. I guess it doesn't really do us any good now. But he no, you can pull himself. it up now. We got fucking. We got time. I mean, this is edited, so you can just do whatever, and I'll make it fucking make sense. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, let me try to find it. And we're back. Yo. So I thought about it, right? And the real okay. question is, like... Mm -hmm. Are you eating? Yeah, I was eating a burger. I just fucking... I just got it out of my mouth. I had to swallow. The real question is, what was on the burger? Uh, it was the Impossible Burger from fucking Burger King. It was just like... I just get Ew, burgers dude. plain, dude. I don't fucking Ew, care. Ew, twice, dude. I don't fucking <laughs> care about food, Stamper. You're the one with the food shit. This interview brought to you by Burger King. Burger, Burger King. King. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King. Nah, that ain't that ain't food. Nah. Uh, by Burger King. <laughs> Sponsored by EA. EA. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it. So, like, the real question is, like, yes, sir. Do you want to like? Do you want to see your death coming or not? That's like the big question. Like, do you want to have like time to come to like terms? With the fact that you're dying, or you just want to, like, turn off, you know? Um, that's a interesting one. Um, uh, you know, that's why I feel like a lot of people do it themselves for that very reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. They're like, it's, it's like, hey, they got pl they got it planned out, you know? And it's like, there, there's no fucking surprises, I know exactly, and I'm that guy. Oh, yeah, me too, dude. I'm the exact same way. I've always told basically everybody that I that I know that, like, if I don't die through some tragedy or something, then I will totally die from suicide. Cause I, just, mm -hmm. I, I just do not want to... I don't want to go out like, like an old bitch, you know? And, and people think you're fucking crazy like that. Dude, it's logical. Yeah, I don't want to fucking <laughs> bother people, completely logical. Dude. I don't want to fucking be... I don't want to be, like... I'm not going to do it because I'm sad. I just want to fucking not be anybody's fucking burden. I know, just punch your ticket. And it's like, blip, done. Exactly. You get one fucking, you take one forty-five caliber aspirin, dude, and there's no coming back from that. Leave people a little note and just be like, here's why and bye. Yeah, dude, have you ever, uh, have you ever OD'd? Uh, yeah, does booze count? Uh, sure, yeah, I guess booze counts. <coughs> yes. Because I'm like, I'm thinking like, that might be a good way to go. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know on booze. ODing on booze kind of is fucking shitty. You feel like garbage after that. Oh yeah, for days, dude. Yeah, yeah, you do. But So like, if you don't effectively kill yourself by like drinking yourself I mean, technically, death, does, it, does it count if you don't go to the hospital? It's just taking too much of one thing. Yeah, right? yeah, true. Like, I'm talking about like, like you had to get your stomach pumped or somebody had to inject you with something, you know, like some... Like you owe not to the, not to that degree. I guess yeah, I'd, I'd say borderline then. But yeah, not not to to that serious degree where somebody almost had to pull me back from the other side. Yeah, yeah, I, I I've done that before. I like on pills. I've OD'd on pills before, and I think that that would be a good way to go. It's pretty fucking chill. You just get really tired, and you just fucking go out, right? And if there's nobody yeah. there to save you, then you just turn off, and you're sleepy, and you're ready to go. Yeah, you just kind of, like, casually fade away. You don't even see it coming, really. It's just like, okay, just, uh, just kind of, like, falling asleep, and there you go. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I had a friend who, uh, who OD'd on heroin, like, a couple of years back, like, two or two or three years back, 
he said that it was the same way. Like, he just thought, you know, I'll, I'll grab a quick nap and I'll be backing up and ready to go. And I was like, man, if you can do that for, like, killing yourself, you just, like, convince yourself that you're basically just going to take a quick nap. That's a fucking good way to go. That's better than, like, flipping a car and, like, snapping your neck against the pavement. Yeah. That's kind of how cats go, too. Everyone's like, yeah, I found my cat. And, you know, often, like, a, under the couch or something, like, some out-of-the-way place, and, you know, my cat was dead. And, um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my cat did that because she didn't want to burden anyone. And it's like, no. no. It's like your cat did that because... You know, she was kind of feeling under the weather, and she just wanted to go someplace and lay down for a nap until she felt better, and she didn't see it coming. She just died. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't I don't know, man. What, how how old do you want to, like, live to, Stamper? Like, what's, like, the point to where you're, like, I don't know. I, I think I'm starting to get on, like, I'm starting to, like, be a burden to other individuals. So I'm thinking, like, mm, at, like I'd 85? I'd say so, that's a little late. I'd say about 65. About 65? <laughs> nah, man. My, 68? Nah, my mom's 65, man. My mom's fine. She's fucking... She's doing good, you know? I'll split the difference. 72? 72 is pretty good. Yeah, I could... I could 70, 72, yeah. If you had to sign a contract for 72, would you go for it? Mm, uh, see, oh, see, now you change it. Uh, I'd, I would, I'd sign a 74. You'd sign for 74? I probably wouldn't sign yeah. for 74, man. I'd want to I'd want to gamble that shit. Just the rush of knowing that I'm gambling with my life when I could have gotten a 74, I think would just fucking Wait, what's the, the contract even for? There's like a contract needs to be like no, two man, it's, ways. It's just yeah. like some dude pre- presents you with the contract and he's like, "Oh yeah, 74, sign here." It's like, Jesus "Why? Jesus gave what do you I a contract stamper and he's saying I'll kill you at 74 on your birthday." Oh, so that's a guarantee that means I'll at least live till then. Yeah, you're going to live till then, Stamper. Jesus told you. Oh, okay, cool. It's not just a and voice we all know word. Jesus is real. Yes, and someone who comes around with death contracts giving you that that was what he was famous for, if I recall. That I've read I've read <laughs> his the death Bible. contracts, yeah. <laughs> his death contracts. That was what he's famous for. He walked around and and gave a blind man a death contract and then went to Lazarus and gave him a death contract. That was uh, the shortest, the shortest line in the Bible, man. It was just called, it was just death contract. That would be a great name for a metal band. Death if it doesn't contract? already exist. You know that death exists, contract. dude. Probably. We should make a metal band, Stafford. Uh, can I be lead tambourine? Yes, absolutely. We'll be the only, <laughs> we'll be the only band with a lead tambourine player. You ever been There's in a... no lead singer. It'd be the only <laughs> metal band with a tambourine. Period. Yeah, it's just it's just a guy with a tambourine. There's no one else. You just call it metal. You just play like metal on a fucking uh, an amp behind you and just play tambourine to it. There you go. I guess you could like technically submit music like it's just a tambourine, and you could like if you submit music to like iTunes or Spotify <laughs> and shit, you could tag it as metal. Yeah, you could tag. I, it I don't as know if that it. It might go through. I mean, who's to say it's not metal? If I fucking shake that thing hard enough, it's metal as fuck, dude. Do you play any <laughs> fucking? Do you play any instrument, Stamper? Uh, just I I fiddle with the, the piano. You fiddle and, with the piano. Yeah, and you fiddle other with anything than that, else? No. Um, you fiddle in with little kids, Stamper. <laughs> oh, this is a roundabout <laughs> way of asking. 
Ah, you're trying to get it out of me. See, yeah, all you have to do is ask. Do you fuck kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. That's that's why I'm Let's trying to move on. <laughs> no, I was trying to I was trying to do that thing that I did with that couple. I was just trying to you know I'm I'm trying to get close to you, Stamper. I got We gotta make boundaries and 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 just and just get something to where we're like, okay, that's as far as we can go. So. You know, I'm, I'm just I don't asking know, man. You get to questions. a point where you've seen so much damn shit, it's just like, really? The internet's like that, man. I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. The internet's like ruining like my sensitivity to things. Like, I don't fucking. Like, it's hard. Oh yeah, to we d- we did. We we kind of brought that up. It was like, it's like the, this like sliding scale of what what's like what what people see. And like for the, I'd, I'd I'd wager the grand majority of your listeners are probably exactly the way we are. Where like somebody will come up and be like, "Did you see that? It was the most disgusting thing ever." They're talking about like two girls, in one cup, and you're just like, "Yeah, I saw that while I was eating breakfast. I didn't. I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like... Did I tell you when we talked about it that my one of, what my coworker did? He did something very similar to that recently. What? Oh, go. Uh, so he like fucking came into my office and he was like. He was like, do you, are, are you, what, what is, he was like, are you squeamish? And I was like, no. And, uh, so he, he brought his phone in and he showed me that, like, that shooting at, like, that Texas church where the dude just got mm-hmm. fucking, like, the dude came in, he shot, like, two or three people, and then he just got fucking mowed down by Texas church people. And I, I fucking laughed, like, after I saw it, after I saw him get shot, I just laughed because it's just my immediate reaction. He got fucking railed. And my my coworker was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I don't know, man. Fucking, who hadn't seen this shit already? Who had, like, I, I even said, like, when he showed me the video, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this video. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, they say desensitized, but it's fucking true. It's like, it's like, oh, are you squeamish? And it's like, a dude, I don't know like putting a cucumber up his ass and you're like oh yeah okay. yeah yeah like, <laughs> it's like yeah just call me back when when you've seen a guy shove a jar up his ass that <laughs> shattered inside i mean that call me, call <laughs> that me was back. just on thursday <laughs> call me back when you don't have something that i just had that that i watched that one time i really couldn't jack off yeah <laughs> we've all had that, we've all had that moment like uh have you, you've had that moment i'm sure where you're like you're jacking off and it's taking like fucking an hour are you the kind of guy who gives up? Or are you the kind of guy who just delves deeper and deeper until he finds something that'll actually satiate that carnal desire? You ever been in that weird situation where like nothing's working and then like finally it does work, but you you because you, you like like you said you dig deep into this like weird like remote part of your brain and the thing that pops up that actually does work is like the weirdest most. <laughs> fucked up like obscure shit like i don't know maybe it's just like a primal thing that just i don't know goes somewhere dangerous or something yeah i don't know i like I've, that's got to be it it's got to be the danger thing like it has to be the fact that it's dangerous is what like is what works because i'm trying to think of, I, like every time that happened i have been in those situations where like up to you know you get in that situation where you're like i'm gonna put on the most disgusting possible thing i could find shrek and you two. do it and then you do it, and then you finish, and as right after you're done, like that moment of clarity comes back, and you're looking at what you're watching. You're like, ah, no! Oh, what was that for you? What were you looking at? I don't know, dude. It's just uh, that happens all the time, though. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's all the and time. Just like, 
It's just like doo doo feces and everything flying everywhere and it's like what what was i thinking you're just like you're a completely different fucking person just for that i think that i, I think i life. talked about it on another podcast episode but i was talking about uh, that exact same thing happened to me and yeah i had that moment of clarity and i came back to myself and i was watching like these dudes like fuck this girl and then like like stick their hands down her throat and make it her throw up into a dog bowl and then eat it while they fuck her. <laughs> yeah. It's always like, and then you always like put your hands up like, oh, yeah. no. No, no, no. I was just, I was just like, God damn it. Fucking humans really are monsters. When, like That's what it Basically, took. yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, it did, it did give me a moment of clarity though, where I, I did think about like, I probably shouldn't do this again, you know? And then like right after that, you're, you know, like 15 minutes later, you're at the grocery <laughs> store buying a loaf of bread like nothing ever happened <laughs> yeah exactly what's uh what you know what this is a fucking this is a fucking weird question but i guess we're kind of on the topic what's like what's like the most like ashamed you ever felt for something like that uh hmm i'm not trying to dodge the question let me roll <laughs> that around in my brain and i'll get back all right to you i was i was that. just like i was trying to think I had a moment. Wait, you have one? You have one, though. Yeah, I do. I do. One. I have one. I was Okay, go. Go. Okay, okay. I was, uh, I, I was jacking off, right? I was jacking my big, fat fucking wiener cock. And I, oh, yeah. Huge. 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 Huge fucking wiener cock. Beautiful penis, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm glad. I, I sent it to you yesterday, so I'm glad you, you already have seen it and, you know, took time to look at it. Anyways, uh, I was jacking off. And I couldn't find anything that got to me. And there's this one video on Pornhub that I kept seeing where it was like this old fucking geriatric ass 85 year old grandma getting fucked by a shark on a boat out on the ocean. And like, it was like a dude in a shark costume, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? And I was like, you know what? Nothing else is working. Let's try this shit. I've seen this like five times. Might as well give it a go. And that was what worked. And I was like, I was like, damn, I am actually ashamed of myself. I feel like a fucking yeah. garbage human <laughs> being right now. And it's like, yeah, I've, I've had like weird moments like that too. It's like, you like, you go through like 90 of them and it's like, nothing's doing it. And then you pull up some random, just a, a random video of like a dude just by himself in a room, like <laughs> beating off onto a wooden chair. And there's something clicks into your brain. Like, yeah. Oh, I got, yeah, I you, got another one. You get that chair. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one. I was watching. Uh, I was watching. I think this was Pornhub. I don't remember, but it was. It was this video where this guy was taking. This oh man, that would be an awesome sponsor, dude. I love that site. Pornhub, for obvious reasons. Dude, I would fucking love <laughs> to be sponsored by Pornhub. Are you kidding me? I'd do it comp- with no shame. Yeah, dude. no shame. I'd fucking love it. But I was watching like this dude was like hanging out with this bitch, and they were just in the fucking living room, and he had her like down on her knees. And her breasts were over this, uh, this, Who like... Who says breasts? I don't know, man. Her big, fat fucking titties. Her big, fat fucking Thank floppers. Thank you, God. Her goddamn, uh, milk sacks that were hanging over, like, two-by-fours. Like, like, a fucking, like, two-by-four under them. And the guy came over with, and, like, pulled on her, on her nipples. And then, like, pulled them out. And then started hammering nails into them. Like, oh. through her nipples and into the fucking, uh, wood. While she was like being like you know like thanking him for doing it and stuff, and she was fucking into it, dude. She was like, she was having a great time, and I was like, hell yeah, this is what I needed. I don't fucking god, I'm a fucking <laughs> monster, yeah, nail them nipples, god. And then afterwards, you feel guilty, and you're like, oh man, I hope she got home okay. Yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I 
No, they were totally, like, in some fucking... They were in, like, a good relationship or something. They had, like, shit all over that room that showed that they, like, did this regularly. How do you find people like that? I don't know. Like, I I mean, surely, like, you gotta, you, you like, gotta just You just meet around. somebody, and you, you, you meet somebody, and then you just kind of, like, upping the ante with the things that you're talking about. Like, you know, you know, it'd be fun. Um... <laughs> I don't know, like, if, if <laughs> you know, you just got, like, your nipples, like, nailed to a uh, two-by-four. That's oh, funny. Oh, Never my mind. God, uh, Stamper, I'm huh? so into that. Yes, can we do that, please? <laughs> Stamper, That'd you're into perfect. dudes, right? Yeah, sure. When's the last time you fucked a dude? Uh, it's been about uh, three years. It's about been a while, dude. Yeah, I was, like, what is it with, like, fucking uh, gay guys and being into weird shit like that? Gay guys are into fucking weird shit, dude. Why gay guy? Everyone's into fucking weird shit. They just don't fucking admit it. Maybe it's fucking... Maybe it's Mississippi, dude. But every dude I've been with well, is how, into some where, weird you're shit. You're all over the fucking place. What are you talking about? I'm just... <laughs> I'm saying, like, fucking every every gay dude I've ever fucked with in Mississippi is, like, in, is always into oh, some weird Oh, that's because you're in shit. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Mississippi, right, fucker. God damn it. Learn the fucking context clues, Stamper. Jesus. Mississippi, it's awful. Take me one of the biggest shitholes in the United States, and I I say that honestly because <laughs> yeah. it's a shithole. It is, dude. You need to get me out of here. I don't care how you, you gotta, do like, it. In any situation, you gotta weigh out not necessarily the pros and cons, but if the bad outweighs the good, then it's not a good place. For example, name five bad things about Mississippi. Go. Uh, racism, uh, uh-huh. mud, the uh-huh. weather, yeah. uh, loud trucks, and uh-huh. rednecks. Yeah, there you go. Now, name five good things about Mississippi. Nature. Clean water. Um... Biscuits. And yeah. we're out. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that was harder than I thought it would be. I had to like think. And of, most like, other states have nature and clean water. I know. I just fucking shut up, man. I, I hate it here. You know, that's like the whole reason I started doing YouTube was like, I was like, maybe if this shit just pops off, I can get out of this godforsaken hellhole. And look where that got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking. Ah. I, God, dude, I hate it here. I fucking hate it. Were you here, born? Dude. Were you born there? Yeah, no? yeah, I was. You, you have you been in the same city your whole life? No, no, I've been to forty-eight other states. Like I really? Have, yeah, I have been around, but like it was. What all, are the two that you're missing so far? Uh, the the two that I'm missing are New York and fuck. I don't remember. Is it is it is Rhode Island? Maryland? Oh no, it's Hawaii. New York and Hawaii. Oh, got you. Yeah, those are the ones that I'm missing, and I and I've and I lived in Mexico and Canada for a while too. Mm. So like, I, what part of uh, Canada? Uh, it was right above North Dakota. I don't re- I don't remember what the name of the place was. I was too young. In fucking uh, Winnipeg? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I have no dude. I had no idea, dude. Like you said, your your parents were like military shit, right? My parents were. My dad worked for this company where he was like a systems admin. And they had sites all over the United States and Mexico and Canada, and he had to go fix shit. But they paid him like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year back in yeah. the nineties. So yeah. it was just a shitload of money. 
but uh, that's how I got around and shit. I, I, you know, we stopped doing any of that by the time I was like seven or eight, right? Mm-hmm. But I've been to like fucking everywhere. What would you say is the state that you liked the most? Bro, you fucking interviewing me or am I interviewing you, Stamper? What the fuck is that kind of a question? Answer the question. <laughs> uh, Oregon. I liked Oregon a lot. Washington, so too. That's prob- that's probably where you'd, you'd, if you could move. Dude, if I could move, I'm getting the, I'm, I'm going to the Northwest. I like the weather what? there. I like the people. Yeah, I like the weather there, too. Let's say hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. I gave you fucking, let's say $50 million. That's a lot of money. Fuck it. Yeah. But, so you probably wouldn't stay in Mississippi, but you could go anywhere in the world. Where would you go? I could go anywhere in the world. And you could stay in the states if you want. I'd probably, I'd probably still stay in the states. I'd probably either go to Canada or just still the Northwest. I might, I might like buy a house or like an apartment in Japan just to weave out every now and again. But I don't like planes, man. Yeah, and those flights to Japan are a fucking nightmare, dude. They're so are fucking they? long. Oh, yeah, it's not I even the length, how... man. Oh, you just don't like flying in general. Yeah, flying scares the shit out of me, dude. Yeah, I, I, I got on a flight. I don't so much mind flying, but I, I hate fucking airports. Oh, dude, same. I got on a flight to Oregon like five years ago, and it was the first flight I had ever been on since I was a kid. And I was not aware that I was scared of flying until the plane took off. And I just, I like, I, I. I felt like uh, fucking what Jontron said that one time about like re- how he just keeps ordering alcohol like constantly. He said he just orders, yeah, like, I do the same bottles thing. of wine. I, I dude, I just fucking I spent uh, I spent two hundred and fifty dollars or something on the flight on one of the flights, just on like shots of liquor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I fucking I did not want to be there, dude. The lady told me she had never seen somebody like just fucking drink like that. Yeah, once once you get enough in your in your system, you really don't care anymore. It's, you almost embrace it. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> there was no moment in that flight where I was chill. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I spent a lot of time drunk, man. Like, I I drank a lot, especially around that time. So I'm not sure how much liquor it would have actually taken to make me fucking not care. I guess I would have had to have just passed out. But I I, I swear that shaved, like, a year off my life, dude. I think I I kind of got a newfound. Um, they used to to because I used to fly a lot more than I do now. I think a lot of people used to as well. But I got a, a newfound kind of understanding for um, those annoying people that sit next to you and never shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then uh, somebody recently explained that that they uh, that they do that personally. They talk somebody's ear off to kind of trick themselves into. Uh, thinking that they're not on a plane. Oh, I, you know what I mean. Like they're so like they're basically like if I can hold a conversation with somebody, I'm not trying to annoy them. I'm trying to pretend that like I'm in a fucking coffee shop or something like that, and I'm not on a plane. And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. That's why you're annoying as shit. <laughs> I tried. I just I, try to keep to myself, <laughs> man. I tr- I talked to the guy next to me on the way back, and it was uh, he used to be a pilot in the Air Force. And I just fucking talked his ear off about, like, what if the plane crashes and what if shit goes bad and stuff like that, right? And Mm -hmm. I know I annoyed the shit out of that guy. That guy hated me. 
but I was I was doing that, man. I was just talking and talking and talking and trying to like make myself feel better. Yeah, it just takes your mind off shit. Cause what else? If you're not talking, then what else do you have to do? Look out the window and see how far the drop is. Yeah, <laughs> you got any phobia, Snap, or anything you're fucking scared of? Um, not so much anymore. Uh, I used to. Um, let's talk about uh, when we were kids. What, what oh, were you afraid okay. of when you were a kid? Well, uh, when I was a sexy little baby. Uh, a sexy little dripping baby boy. Mm, fuck, a sexy little shirtless baby boy. Uh, I was, I was scared of the dark, man. Yeah, that was part of mine. That's that's a pretty common one. I was afraid of aliens. Uh, aliens? I was not scared. Oh, I got it. I got the big one for me. I was scared of zombies. I was terrified of zombies. Really? Yeah. See, zombies never bothered me. That's. Oh no, but aliens just seem within the realm of reason. Like I know, like you make jokes about it on like um sleepy sleepy cast and shit like that but seriously when i was a kid man i was terrified of fucking like i slept with my light on for years because i was afraid i'd wake up in the middle of the night with little three foot tall creatures standing around my bed with the big black eyes gonna drag me away somewhere i don't fucking know you didn't want him to take him up into the into his fucking ship and start fucking inspecting your little boy body yeah i i had uh let me see it was the dark and zombies and i was really scared of like this wasn't like when i was a little little boy i got attacked by a pit bull when i was like 17 and yeah i I got really scared of dogs for a while i started carrying a gun i still carry a gun but i started carrying a gun because i was so scared of fucking dogs i just got attacked by some random douchebag's dog when i was looking at houses like uh, i was looking at a lake house and like trying to fucking find a house to live in and some douchebag's dog like ran up and like put me in the fucking hospital yeah you ever been attacked by a dog stamper mm, yes it sucks doesn't it <laughs> yeah it's not like you talk sense into him no it's the fucking worst i've got a friend though who got attacked by a dog in his own front yard and that motherfucker he snapped the fucking dog's neck like grappled the dog until he like broke its fucking neck yeah i remember when i was around 16 or 17 i was um the neighbor's dalmatian um came over and just just fucking he hated my ass he just came over and started fucking and i screamed at his dog the fuck off and his owner came out and started yelling at me for treating his dog bad Jesus. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious right now, dude? Your dog attacked me. What an so ass, you're just dude. trying to play. Does this look like he's playing? I got blood everywhere. Jesus Christ. Did you, you just go to the trying hospital? to play. No. No. Okay. Like, if, I was going to say, if you get, like, taken to the hospital from, like, dogs and shit, you should fucking sue, man. You really should. Dogs will fuck your yeah. life up. What was it about aliens, man? What was it about aliens that fucked your shit up? It's just, it's just like the mystery of it, and the that they could be real. You know, I, you know, you got like a, a tiny peanut kid brain, and also yeah. we lived in Alaska at the time, out in the middle of nowhere. So I just, it just seemed feasible that they would come and get me there. Honestly, you know what I mean, that, yeah, that seems more feasible than like being in the middle of like New York downtown, you know, in the Bronx yeah, or like something. They, they, where are they going to drag you to without a million people seeing you? Yeah, exactly. 
like fucking was it was it like it was like little green men that scared you right like grays yeah like grays dude like yeah they kind of look like people but not really and plus it didn't help that i was that i'd seen movies like fucking communion and And um, rubber fire in the sky and shit like that did you see rubber johnny uh no that shit that fucking, sounds familiar though it's, it's like an old old like 2003 youtube video that scared the shit out of me that was it's it was like this it's just this dude with a whole bunch of makeup on and like like looking around at like high speed just like it's like fucking uh what is it called night vision you know his eyes are glowing and shit and he's got a big fucking head and he looks like an alien and he's like laying on the fucking bed and they're you asking know, I the pr- questions. I probably have seen shit like that. It's, it's kind of like within the realm of like creepy pastas and shit Yeah, like yeah. That. that shit, that, I mean, that shit's fucking terrifying. That shit made me scared of aliens for a while. I don't know why, do you but think, in, in, Do you think if you were a, a, a lot younger and you grew up uh, later, do you think like something like Slenderman would, would have ruined your, your baby childhood? Isn't that fucking weird? I, I don't know. Like, I've talked about that with friends who are younger than me, who actually were scared of, like, Jeff the Killer and shit. Oh, yeah, Jeff the Killer. and Yeah, you, but if you listen to Jeff the Killer, it's like, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, man. I am the easiest fucking person to scare on the planet. I, I scare do you super like, easy. Do you like horror movies or no? No, dude. I, I mean, I love horror movies, but as long as they're, like, non- threatening horror movies like I, I like shit that's like in the you know genre of horror but i don't want to be fucking scared by it mm-hmm. so like 28 days later and shit like that that's fine but like fucking uh uh mama and fucking i don't know ghost movies paranormal activity that shit that shit'll fuck me up dude oh like hereditary and shit yeah yeah that shit'll fucking ruin me dude i will not sleep for like days after that I, t- I can't suspend my disbelief much these days anymore i just see it as actors do you how do you do that <laughs> yeah i just i don't fucking know i just see it as actors i'm done just watching it like wow she's a good actor yeah, like, it's <laughs> not it's not the person it's like the idea that always gets to me it's like the concept and then like concepts for ghosts like the concept that ghosts could be real and they could just fuck with you at any given moment and maybe you've never seen one but they could just fucking you can wake up in the middle of the night and there's like a fucking you know uh pts ghost lady standing in your hallway yeah there's some interesting concepts that revolve around like um uh you know like shadow people and ghosts and stuff like that and uh with the idea being that like when you see things out of the corner of your eye it's you're actually seeing you see like a humanoid figure you're actually seeing that yeah you're it's not your eyes playing tricks on you because like we have our our plane of existence and there's another plane of existence laid over ours so people are walking around that can't see us and sometimes we could see them sort of thing it's kind of hard to explain but i get where they're coming from with that i get the idea i'm not like fully invested in it but it's easy to or interesting to think about yeah yeah that's like that's that's an easy concept it's like the hidden world shit like there's Mm -hmm. you know there's ghosts walking around constantly but they don't fucking know we're here but like all right so like if fucking ghosts were real what would you do like you 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 see a ghost you're fucking like you're or like a monster or anything anything fucking supernatural like supernatural shit gets proven to you that at least one supernatural thing is real are you fucking like how would how would you react 
Um, I don't. Well, I'd, I'd want to know more about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's let's do this. You're going to fucking I don't fucking know. You're going to Subway one day, and uh-huh. and you're like you're like standing in front of Subway, right? And you're you're like fucking you're about to walk into Subway, and then just like around the corner, you see like a little fucking like little green goblin man, like an actual fucking like Tolkien ass green goblin motherfucker. And then he he sees that you see him, and he freaks out, and he runs around the corner. And would you like chase after him? Well, first of all, this story is is completely ridiculous because there's no way I would ever be Eat seen a near a subway. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage ass fucking food. Nah. But um, yeah, it's that's a weird question because like, what would you do? It's like you know, your first your first thought would be to tell somebody, but then it, you know what it's going to be met with. So it's like, huh? Do I? Am I going fucking nuts? Like I don't know. I don't know. I, my first, I, I think I would go full, like, devout religious. That would be, like, a thing. I would, like, become a paladin. That would be, I'd be like, all right, well, I need to learn as much as I can about shit that I did not believe, hap- like, was real until yesterday. And I, I certainly need to be at least a little more open to shit that I kept shitting on over exactly, the years. Exactly, exactly. I'd be like, I'd be like, I should probably go talk to like a priest and then tell him that I saw what might have been a demon, and I need to learn how to fucking fend for myself against that shit. I need to get a fucking sword, blessed, and some fucking I don't know. What if you know that'd be an interesting uh what okay so same scenario right you see this little green goblin thing right yeah and then he he sees you he freaks out and runs away right but then in his fucking world or whatever his little goblin people are like you let a human see you well you you got to go kill him now oh fuck and now he's that, got dude. this responsibility where and now every time you turn around do you see this little dude and his whole goal now is to make sure you're dead like fucking it'd be even worse if he just has to like ruin your life and make other people think that you're crazy oh yeah yeah he just be a good uh, plot for a movie dude i had this i had this idea for like for like a book right where uh there was this guy that i i met on 4chan of all places what is a a book i i don't yeah it's this uh it's this combination of a whole bunch of pieces of paper with uh with little symbols on it that that they're really pretty you should you should look at oh words i know words oh yeah yeah it's it's uh gotcha oh a book paragraphs sentences stamper (laughs) you know el libre el pincel uh uh fucking biblioteca stamper uh, I don't know you could speak Spanish. Y- yeah. Uh, me llamo uh, Wanny. There we go. Fucking, I don't I don't even remember how to ask where the bathroom is. That was like a big one that they had you do. Is donde está el baño? <laughs> donde está el baño? Si, si, oh, yeah. el baño, el baño. I, I don't fucking, I don't remember shit from living in Mexico, man. I was way too young. I learned. A, <laughs> you actually lived there too. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I learned a good bit of Spanish while I was there and I don't remember shit. I don't remember any Spanish of it. Spanish really does come in fucking handy over here in the States, especially in the Southwest, dude. Shit. Oh yeah. Comes yeah. in really fucking handy. What were, what were we talking about? <laughs> what were we talking oh, about? Oh, you had an idea for a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I talked to this dude that I met, right? And I, I he was talking about, like, I, he was, it was on 4chan. He was just like, I want to fucking talk to somebody about, like, the shit that I'm seeing, right? And I was like, this seems okay. interesting. I'll fucking, I'll talk to him. 
so this dude started like telling me all sorts of shit i think i think the screen steam name he went by was claudius and don't, he, don't fucking throw him under the bus and I, shit, dude. <laughs> it's okay. It's Respect okay. Respect people's privacy. Whatever, man. Fuck Claudius. I'm just gonna have large beeps there where I'm saying his name. I guess I don't know. What kind of name is Claudius? The, he he only has two fucking. I don't know, man. Gold or potential uh, outcomes in life. He's either gonna be a a villain in a Die Hard movie <laughs> or. That's or, it. Yeah, that's it. Claudius. <laughs> uh, but his his thing was like, and I don't know if any of this was true, but first off, he had uh, face blindness, which was like, you know, you can't see people's faces. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah. they meld together and shit. I don't know if that's real or if that's from that fucking book by what's his fucking name who wrote Fight Club. But I, I know there is something where you can't remember people's faces. Yeah. So, like you can't recognize people always. So that Even was if like you've a met thing. them before you know them. That was like a thing that he claimed to have, right? And then on top of that, he had like regular hallucinations. One of which was like a, uh, like the worst one was this this fucking horse that would like follow him around, and it was just like this dead horse that was like rotting and dying. And it would follow him around, and it wouldn't be anywhere nearby, but he could, like, feel it. And he could see it, like, if it, if it was, like, close enough, right? Like, if it was, like, down the hall, he could just see that it was down the hall. And, and this he, is when he's awake? Yeah, this is when he's awake. And and it's just, you know, obviously it freaks him the fuck out. And he had another one that was, uh, like, a rotting uh, dog that, like, Whenever he was, like, around a table, if he was, like, alone in a room with a table, the rotting dog would just be laying in the middle of the table looking at him. Uh, like, apparently on prom night, like, when he went to prom, the fucking horse showed up and he had to leave. And he was just like, nope, fuck this, I'm leaving. And let me see, what was the last one? The last one was just, like, a, a generic, uh, like, Baphomet-type creature that was just like always standing around sometimes like he'd just look in the corner of his room and it would just be there just sitting there mm. like breathing and just watching him and yeah i want to write a book about that shit man where it's just like yeah that could definitely be interesting and hey, you know the thing that's kind of annoying about that sort of situation is how quick people are to write it off in a sense where it's like um it, he says all this right and for all you know, like he could be bullshitting, but let's just say he's not, right? You know, yeah. everybody's most people's first reaction would be like, "Well, you need to get on medication," and it's like, I don't really subscribe to that whole "you need to get on" because med- it feels like you're slapping a bandaid over a problem that's just gonna be there when you don't have medication anymore. Exactly. Like, wouldn't it? Just, wouldn't it be better to kind of like read into this and but you know, on the other side of the fucking fence. You got all these people that would probably be like, well, what does the horse symbolize? Maybe it doesn't fucking symbolize anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said that, like, the horse was, like, it was, like, a horse that he saw when he was a kid or something, like, with his dad. It was just, like, this, it was just a dead horse. And ever since he saw it, like, it's followed him around. And I'm like... This guy is, like, stuck in his mind and just his brain just keeps recalling it. I think everybody's brain constantly recalls shit, whether they want it to or not. And maybe some people just recall things on a different level. Yeah, some, different somebody way. does it, like, way, so fucking well that, like, they can just see it walking around and shit. 
I yeah, fucking they, I, yeah, just that one particular thing. I'm actually, I'm kind of glad that's not happening to me. Dude, I am basis. so glad. I would fucking kill myself <laughs> if I were him. Would you not kill yourself? You wonder why people. Well, yeah. Eventually, it, it would probably wear you down like anything else would. I I don't know, man. Like the fucking, de- like a, a decaying dog. He told me one time, like we talked, we talked for like days, right? And we hung out for days, and I would talk to him about his shit like every day. And he told me one time that like he had never heard my voice. We'd only talked through text. And he told me that like he he found the dog on his on his table in his house. He lived alone, and like the the dog had my voice and that it was saying stuff that i would say and i was like that's fucking creepy dude like he's just applying that's interesting yeah he was like applying my personality to his hallucination you ever try to like turn around and approach the horse or is he always running away from it no he said like he like he said that like every time the horse shows up it's like uh like the sense of dread comes over him like he's going to die like something's going to kill him and he basically mm-hmm. had a, a paranoid schizophrenic attack, and then he would just drink, like, booze until he passed out. Like, he would just, like, when he knew that the horse was around and that the horse was, like, gonna be somewhere nearby or he could sense it, like, it moved really fucking slowly. So it would take it, like, 15 minutes to get to him, even if it was just downstairs in his house. So mm-hmm. he would just he would just drink and drink and drink until like he would like legitimately pass out. He just like down like a full bottle of booze and then start on You know, that's one. why a lot of people not necessarily like a fucking horse, but that's why a lot of people do that to forcefully cut off part of their brain. Yeah, just, from over it's just it's like um kind of like it's it's making yourself dumb. It's forcing yourself to be dumb. We talked so about things that last don't time, bother didn't you we? anymore. Yeah, it's just if, just shutting that it's like it's that's your light switch to like cut off the breaker board in your head and you just get you can go overboard and cut off all the switches if you want but that's not a good look but most people do it for that reason yeah to shut their brain shut their brain up dude i i i have been there i've legitimately just been like i want to be fucking stupid right now i would i would be yeah it's not it's not like the the dependency so much on the chemical aspect of it's like oh they just like to be they just like to be wasted like that. It's it's more so what you get in return from it, and that's to be fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. How like how? What's the longest bender you've ever been on? Oh, uh, it's one that lasted like three years. <laughs> you went on a. He did not go on a bender for three years. Well, define. Well, define it. Defi- uh, all right, all right. So, uh, an amount of time in which you were never sober for more than twelve hours. Oh, um, well, I said like three years because you know it was like ninety nine percent of the time. I don't know, man. I don't know your history. <laughs> this is the interview on you. Tell me what was going on in your life that made you do that. Um, that. <laughs> yeah, you were just drinking so much that you just started drinking more. Yeah. How, how? No, it's just you get into a you get into a, just a, a habit of doing it, you know. Yeah, I, I was it an just alcoholic. It becomes a thing you do. It, it just becomes that thing that you do. Yeah, you wake you up, check you check yourself, and you're like, yeah, you don't even realize you're doing it, and then one day you're like, oh man, I feel like shit, and then you just stop and change. It's like anything else. It's like oh you. You just eat too much garbage all the time, and then one day it's just like, man, I feel like shit. Yeah, and you yeah. Just stop that. Did you like it, so like three years? You think is like the longest bender you've ever been on? 
Yeah. What's all right? So what if I if I defined it differently as like, uh, just what was the longest you went without being sober? It's purely from alcohol. Like ever oh, being man, sober? I don't. It's a couple months. A couple of months. I I I've yeah. done. I've done like a week before. I think that's like the longest bender I've ever been on. That was back when I just fucking had no responsibilities whatsoever. See, it's different in Mississippi because you got to fucking do everything yourself here. Like you got to drive yourself. You got to fucking like you can't get an Uber. You're not going to get a taxi. What makes Mississippi different? That's like most people's situations. No, man. I feel like most cities and most places you can get like a fucking Uber for like at least some money. And then fucking, like, get to work and be drunk at work. And then as long as you can function, you can go home as long as you can get somebody to drive you, right? I guess. But, like, that's not a thing here. Like, I I drive 25 minutes every morning to work, you know? Like, it takes me... I drive basically an hour back and forth for work. But if I was taking the fucking bus or something, which isn't even a thing here, then I, I think I could just be fucking plastered all the time. It wouldn't even be an issue. I guess so. I don't know, man. Did you ever get into anything else? Do you ever get into, like, pills and shit? Um, no, not really. Damn, son. I'm jealous. I fucked around with a couple of things, but other than that, no. Yeah, you, oh, I mean, er, I think everybody kind of assumes you have, like, a strong history with, like, anything, like, weird. So, I, I think, like, if people are like, oh, what, you know... What has Stamper done? People probably assume that you have, like, a lot of life experience and that you've probably tried everything. <laughs> if you want to everything. call it experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was an experience, all right. I, I'm just saying, I think people think that, like, you've done a lot of stuff and, you know, that you just have... You, you're the kind of guy who would be like, oh, I'll try anything once, you know? Yeah, a lot of... Well, I'm not unique in that sense. I figure a lot of people would. Oh, well, aside from... I do have that one rules. Heroin... No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably a good rule that's, to have. That's kind of that's kind of my one bugaboo. Uh, did you? Uh, so, ha, I'm trying to think. Like, I've been offered heroin before, and I I said no. So I I definitely trying to think if there was anything else I did that with. If there was anything else that somebody offered me, and I was just like, nah, no thanks. I was. Nah, yeah, I've done some stupid things before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like what, Stamford? <laughs> like, like what? Uh, uh, once uh, this guy was like, um, and I, I thought I was being smart about it. And yeah. he goes, uh, he cut up this, um, he cut this shit up on the back of a CD case. And he was like, here you go, man. He passed it to me. And th- this little light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, and I was like, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's something a little weird about that. Turns out it was meth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might have. And uh, I learned that you, you could smoke meth or you could snort meth. You can. And and uh, I didn't know you could snort it, but... um. You yeah, said you did something bad, stupid, dude. so I'm assuming you did it. Yeah, it's meth is bad. How dude. long it's was bad that? News. Did you get Did you get fucking uh, hooked and shit? No, God, no. No, that was like one of those. I want to see what the whole, the, what the big deal is about this with Breaking Bad and all that shit. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, dude, this, dude, I understand why people, why people do it. Um, it makes you feel powerful. It, no, it doesn't. What it does is, um, it uh, God, I was gonna sound like a fucking junkie, but hey, I'm just being fucking real here. Yeah, um, yeah. Tell your truth, b- Stanford. But 
what it does is it's basically in my mind it is the closest you could come to dying without actually being dead what do you mean in a sense where you you're essentially you're you're a zombie okay so i'll exp- so when i did it i woke up in my in my room um and i did it like uh, truthfully i did it like once or twice yeah twice ish maybe three times i don't i don't remember but it wasn't enough to whatever and this is over the course of x amount of days whatever but I, I i just remember i woke up in my bed and i felt like shit and i tried to get out of bed and my legs didn't work and uh like i couldn't walk and i was like what the fuck is going on man i, I felt so i was so fucking groggy i was like man i must have been asleep for like 18 hours but from the time I did it to the time I woke up, I lost four days. Jesus Christ, man. And that entire time, I didn't drink any water or yeah, eat you're... any food. or any. But the weird thing was, during that four days, I was around town doing shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you were fucking... But I wasn't, I wasn't conscious the entire time. You don't remember anything. You. That's why uh, meth heads are fucking scary. Because they're not there. They're like dead. Yeah, I mean, they're just like doing things from from muscle memory. Yeah, they, just they turn, know you just how turn door, off, dude. They know how doorknobs work, so they open the door. They in some sad fucking occasions, they know how cars operate. Yeah, <laughs> they, they know how to do. They don't know why they're doing that. They're just walking around in circles. You're like a fucking zombie. You're not living. So you you're not feeling necessarily good or bad. You're not feeling anything. You so you're doing it to like. For the most part, people that meth heads are doing it to not exist anymore. So it's like it's like alcohol and like blacking out. Kinda, but at least fucking booze was fun. Yeah, true. <laughs> did you have a bad time the whole time? Do you remember anything that you did? Not really. Damn. <laughs> I I never did meth. I, I I never did meth at all. I was more of a pills guy. I did a lot of fucking pills. I I was the guy who was popping like seven Percocets, you know, at, at work just to get through the day and then i i had uh did you ever have to have a withdrawal off of anything like go through fucking Mm. withdrawals no not really um i I wouldn't necessarily call it that in a sense where but like once you kick something serious out of your system that you're just used to yeah um i guess that's yeah that's i guess you'd call it that but um it's more so like your body just going dude uh, you know, we had a an arrangement here. Yeah, what we are you had doing? a deal. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's like we, yeah, like what's going? Like you, you just kind of like you kind of short out. You, not necessarily because you're not having it, but because you're changing, and it's like you're going back to like a, a different. It's a shock to the system, like that. Dude, I I locked my my cousin locked me in my room for like a week while I came off of pills, and it it was like having the flu, and like you couldn't fucking. All, all I ate was crackers, like, almost the entire time. Just crackers yeah. and water for, like, a week. And I felt like garbage. And I, I was just coming off of fucking opiates, man. That shit will ruin your fucking life. Yeah. Oh, this is this has been the PSA. <laughs> <laughs> the, the P, don't do any of these things. Sponsored we, we, by we took, Subway and EA. <laughs> we took the bullet for you so you don't have to go... Hmm, I wonder what that's like. Mm, it I fucking don't... sucks. That's <laughs> what it's like. Well, it's not it's not fun. What's the what's the one thing that you've done that isn't drugs that you're like I would I want people to know to not do this. 
that's not yeah that's not like drugs like what's the fucking like what's that thing where you're like you know what i want i want other individuals to to know this little bit of wisdom and i wouldn't mind passing this down um don't use twitter (laughs) (laughs) that's not a bad one i don't know why do you have one a twitter uh yeah no not a damn twitter no you have Fuck you, Stamper. You knew fuck mm, Stamper. You getting on my nerves, baby. Uh, so what? Don't. It's your turn <laughs> uh, now. All right, all right, all right, all right. So mine was like, don't take like small, like small and short relationships too seriously. Like, don't take like a year long relationship. Like a year long relationship is fucking important, right? But, like, if you're, like, in a relationship for with somebody for, like, only a year, you don't fucking know each other. Like, not really. Like, it takes That's forever true. to get to know people. And, like, people ruin their own fucking lives over, like, a... Like, they dating this bitch for two years, or they're dating this dude for two years, and they... Uh, and then they, they break up, and these people fucking it ruin their own lives. They get hooked on drugs, or they fucking start drinking, or they, they just stop caring about anything. And I, I that would that would be the big one for me, would just be I don't want people to, like ruined their fucking lives over small relationships and you shouldn't take that shit that seriously yeah and then you go to the extremes too it's uh, in a lot of cases people uh resort to that uh sort of lifestyle afterwards where you know you just don't care about anything you start dumping shit into your body uh in a lot of cases they get to that point because they cared too much to begin with yeah like way too much to begin with and you fucking you're killing yourself every day here's a good piece of advice stop taking everybody's advice so fucking seriously (laughs) and taking everything so damn verbatim yeah yeah for sure you know how many times like i I turn around i'm like i can't believe i fucking listened to that guy like for example it's like um like somebody that you may or may not like respect or something like that or like you, you pull up a YouTube video of some guy like explaining something and Bro you just Jared. take it too seriously, or just something like just, and then then it like you you turn around later and just like you've you've wasted like two three years of your life because you thought this way about something when you you didn't even bother asking yourself first. Oh my God, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. I had a kid in high school and middle school whose parents were alcoholics so he like never drank and he was an asshole to everybody who drank even like you know a small bit and now he drinks all the time like socially and it's like totally normalized for him and he's not an asshole about it anymore but he was so stuck up his own ass about that man he was so hurt i can kind of understand it though i can kind of like understand where he's coming from and i can see where he's coming from that's another thing too is stuff to understand where people are coming from. Ooh, like that's a good your, one. Put yourself, put yourself aside for a second, and and you'll you'll and understand where they're coming from. You'll find yourself. You'll be a completely different person, man. You won't be as angry or anxious or frustrated or just be like, how? What is he thinking right now? Even if he's completely wrong. Yeah, or crazy. Just be like. D- yeah, or just or crazy. Just understand that. Like, don't just your immediate response. Don't be mad. Like, understand that motherfuckers just crazy. Yeah, that's I, that's that's all there is to it. That's something I've always respected about you, Stamper, and something that I think that you and I have in common that a lot of people don't actually have or don't actually do is like the perspective is like one of the most important things on the fucking planet. Like, we've all got to live together, so you might as well try to think about how the other guy feels. 
And you know, I, I catch myself fucking up too. You know, I'm just, same, I'm human, same. just like fucking anybody else. But I, you have acknowledge that you're fucking up and go, okay, next time. Because you know, for the most part, you, you people, if you're like legitimately like miserable or angry all the time, you're in complete control over your own emotions at at all times. So if you're ever in like a situation where you're just a brooding mess of miserable shit, I mean, you brought that on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you have. There's no reason to feel that way, and and a lot of it could be solved if you just viewed the world, step outside of yourself, and just see things differently. You know what? Do this. Like tomorrow, everything not not to like extremes or not to like serious like extremes or anything dangerous, but in various situations, do something completely opposite in a completely opposite way than you normally would do it oh uh, yeah that's you know good... what i mean and you'll see how eventually you'll start to see like you know instead of saying no to this i'm gonna say yes to this or instead of uh avoiding this i'm just i'm gonna i'm just gonna go like straight into it or vice versa and stuff like, and, and you'll have a completely different day and see things completely differently yeah you'll be you'll be like the you'll be like an entirely different person yeah, but again, you know, it's like if somebody's like, "Hey, you want to stay alive?" No, I'm going to kill myself. Not, you know, not to that, <laughs> yeah. ex- no, not to that no. extreme. And it, it sounded kind of stupid. I think people understand what I'm getting at. Yeah, though. like, like, yes, man, the the fucking the fucking really shitty Jim Carrey movie. That wasn't all that bad. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to go drain my big fat cock. Hold on. You do okay. Oh wait, wait, you're going for a second. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll be right back too. All right. <sighs> Stampers that you I have bad habits still. What's that? Smoking? Uh no, I have to jack off every five minutes. <laughs> uh, <at laughs> least every, that, that makes that a little suck. bit that would suck. That'd be the worst. Imagine being compelled to jack off every five minutes. What if it's not even compelled? What if you had to do that to survive? You don't even enjoy it. Oh, that's, <laughs> even, that's, that's even worse. Ah, uh, what if you, like, does that apply that if you don't get off, you die? Yeah. Like, you got, like, <laughs> you, dude, I, I wouldn't, you'd die so quick. You would, like, fucking burn out on erotica in general so quick. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be a special treat anymore. Yeah, it would be your just, walking nightmare. Yeah, it'd be fucking awful. Uh, one of the guys in the house wanted me to ask you, uh, fucking, what do you do today for, like, money? Uh, this and that, man. Just anything? I don't make a whole lot. Yeah. I could be, uh, promoting myself a lot better, but I don't really, I just make things, dude, and anything that comes my way is that, hey, that's cool. Yeah? So you don't have, like, Truthfully, a... What? I don't so have a... Like, a main gig that you're doing? No, not right now, no. I'm just kind of just floating around, just doing this and that, just making things. And uh, Truthfully, I'm kind of getting an itch to, uh, people call me fucking crazy, but I'm just getting an itch just to go back to a, just a Joe job, man. Just, uh, just work. Really? <laughs> like a nine to five, just a fucking, just a, because I used to, you know, like you, you lose touch with the people you're actually making shit for. Yeah. You know, and, you know, people blame it's COVID is a big thing, too, with a lot of uh, content creators and shit like that. They don't get to see people. And you can see how, like, I'm kind of used to working alone anyways, but not being around anybody. Like, where do you get your inspiration from yourself? And if yourself sucks, 
<laughs> it's true. They, I mean, and and you know, like in my case, if I'm trying to make people laugh, it's like being around other people. That's good for like material to use and shit like that. And yeah, like it's perfect inspiration. Problems and shit. Yeah, exactly. So, what was the last thing you did? Um, for like for like money, I I just assumed uh, that right now you're doing uh, web design. Oh uh, yeah, on occasion, like graphic and web design and and music and hit. Yeah, I'm not really putting myself out there as well, much as I probably should be doing. Well, but. we got to make this into a commercial for you, Stamper. It's, uh, William Stamper, uh, man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he is good at. Uh, what are you good at, Stamper? What do you do? Uh, I can do things, but I'm not particularly good at any of the things. Jack of all <laughs> trades, William Stamper. Here for only thirty nine ninety nine an hour, he'll jack Man, you off. He'll take your daughter to prom. He'll fuck your wife. He'll piss all over your dog. Anything for thirty nine dollars an hour. That is slander. I would <laughs> not pee on a dog <laughs> or piss on one for that. <laughs> okay, well, damn. Uh, I I figured like I don't know. I I figured you were doing like graphics design or something. Like I mean. You don't make that much money off of YouTube to, like, keep, like, just dicking around and just making stuff, right? No, uh, full disclosure, on a good month on YouTube, even when I was releasing shit, I'd make, like, a hundred bucks uh, same. a month. I make, like, YouTube. 20, dude. I make, like, $20 a month at best. And and a lot of people probably don't know, like, if, if you don't have a YouTube account, YouTube won't pay you until you hit a threshold of $100. Yeah. So if you make, like, $99.99, you have to wait for another month to see any of that. Cause dude, they imagine trying to make anybody. money on YouTube these days. Oh, you got to pull millions, dude. And it's... Working... Playing the numbers and playing the fucking YouTube game isn't really all that difficult. Like, right now, like, so I, I release uh, music in the form of dumbass uh, cooking videos, and I put them up on my fucking, and I, I don't expect to get that much traffic from any of it at all. It just, and I could, I mean, I could easily, like, double, triple that fucking traffic. Easy. All I have to do is give it a more appealing thumbnail and a stupid fucking name, like, funniest rap song ever made. You know, if you step outside yourself and look at the shit that you yourself are actually clicking when you're kind of mindlessly going around YouTube, it's like, what are you clicking? Even if you're clicking it, it's like, you're just kind of mindlessly doing it, and you go there, it's like, well, that sucked, and you move on. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, because you're still, like, racking up numbers. I'm just putting shit out for the people who kind of already know who I am. They, they know what they're getting into. I feel like that kind of traffic is more valuable in the long run than getting people just to like borderline tricking people to come see shit when they really don't want to see it anyways yeah what are you a you know carnival I mean? barker i mean like you just fucking want to make something that for people to enjoy and make them happy then yeah and the people that do see it like they they appreciate it more if they're subscribed i put something out and they see it that's like then they like it and then yeah then fucking job well done like, i that completely was the goal. agree dude i completely agree do you make enough off of like Patreon and shit to like to like live? No. No. But that um as far as Patreon goes, um that money goes directly into a completely separate account that I use strictly for music. 
Really? So like when I say that I that thank you patrons for helping make this work a reality or whatever the fuck a patronizing fucking thing I say yeah, <laughs> or that people say like I actually mean it like they're giving me money that I am expressly using for making music like you know t- take for example like um actually um I could say the one I actually have it down to fucking numbers the only time that I didn't use any of their money for anything that wasn't uh, a project was I bought two packs of cigarettes and a 40. <laughs> That's it. That's the only frivolous spending I did with any fucking Patreon money. But you only let people into... give you a dollar, though. What? Yeah, I don't care. A dollar is more than a dollar I had yesterday. That's, you know? that's not what I'm saying. But, and I'm saying, like, if you wanted to make money off of it, you could, like, make more tears and shit. But you don't. I get, yeah. I, I probably should because, you know, every, every now and again, somebody will come through and give me, like, $20 a month. And I feel like, man, is it unfair that I'm not? But I don't know, man. Fuck it. They they don't have to be giving me fucking anything. Absolutely. But you know, music in general is just fucking expensive to make. It it's getting cheaper as I go and learn things like learning how to master my own shit and mix my own shit. I mean, I've known how to mix just through trial and error over the years. But um, I for example, like when Fat Refund came out. Um, and that was a while ago. I didn't know, I knew how to make music for the most part, but I didn't know a lot of like the more technical end of, like the engineering end of it. So I thought about that uh, you know, today. I, I figured you guys. didn't make that. I figured you didn't make the beat and stuff. No, but a buddy of mine did. He, yeah. so he set up the, well, he made the bass beat and then I had to chop it up and add things like I had to extend it and add a choir and a couple of other instruments and stuff like that. All right, to it. All right. But that song just that one song probably cost around two grand to make yeah and i didn't pay ego or mick or mark anything that was just on the song itself you're telling me that aaron hansen said the n-word for free oh come on man (laughs) (laughs) nobody fucking cares nobody cares dude i fucking hate every time i go to that fucking video that's like the top fucking comments is like this is Aaron says the N word here. And I'm like, fuck you. And everybody's saying that they don't care. They're saying that in a sense where it's like, I, I feel like everyone's saying it. Like I'm pointing this out. Even though I'm not offended, I'm going to point this out to point it out. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't just actually care. People just love to give, uh, Aaron shit people man. like to they like to stir the fucking shit pot yeah and uh, whatever man it's like it wasn't it's not a fucking issue it never fucking was an issue and then and then the more you acknowledge the more it, it's just it's like Especially a self-feeding Aaron, thing people love to like bother him I don't know what it is I don't know what it is about his personality or his previous works or anything but people love to grief that dude yeah I don't know. Do you, do you get that? Do you get like people who just absolutely fucking hate you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for the most part, I think um, even with the uh, ego, like I, I feel like people are just like poking fun. Yeah. You know, it gets old, but people are just kind of poking fun, and they don't really know that it's fucking. It's like yeah, yeah, it's changed the fucking record sort of thing. It's getting fucking old. But yeah, in in terms of like just people in general, yeah, there's plenty of people who just hate my ass. Oh, I'm they don't sure. Even know me. 
They just fucking hate my ass, and that's fine. You, you know, I find myself in the same fucking situation sometimes. But if you, you like, you again, you're like, you just step step away from yourself for a second. It's like, why do I hate that guy so much? Like, for example, uh, Bill Burr, you know, the comedian? Yeah. For years, I was just like, I fucking hate that guy. And I had no reason. If you ask, you hold a gun to my head. It's like, why do you hate Bill Burr? I couldn't give you a reason. I just hated him. Yeah, but you did, I, did like and a then fucking like, cut of his jib. Is, yeah, and then like one day, it's like I had that this weird fucking realization. Like, why do I, why am I hating on this guy when I don't, I don't know, I don't hate him. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm totally fine with Bill Burr now. Like, I think he's a funny guy. I fucking loved it. Uh, F is for Family. It's a great show. But for some reason, I just... At some point, the seed was planted in my head that I just fucking hate this guy. And it was completely unfounded. Yeah, what did he do to you, man? And you'll catch catch that no matter who you are, man. It's like a million people, just the the general odds. Like, there's going to be a percentage of of those people that just fucking hate you and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And the second you step off your fucking path of what you were doing to appease these people who hate you anyways... Now you're making mistakes because now you're alienating other people and confusing others. It's just it's not even fucking worth thinking about. You know, now that we're talking about hate, I have a I have a, a question kind of like on the other scale of that. Like, how many like who was the first person? All right, let, let me phrase it this way. Uh, what was it like for you being in love for the first time? Oh, you know the, like like teenage fucking love and like just. Fucking being in love with a girlfriend or a boyfriend. I, well, I, I was, I was that, I was a pussy kid, man. Like I, I would just like, I would take that love and I would bury it deep down. Oh. And I would never act on it. Oh, Stamper, that's so sad. How, how, yeah. For how long? Forever. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, what age were you until like when you stopped that? I was. I still do it now, dude. Really? Um, oh, that's yeah, the worst. And you know, it sounds fucked up to say it, but um, it's it was um. I remember two times in particular. Once was in uh, high school. I was like seventeen ish, and I was just so afraid. And um, the uh, the other time was actually not too long ago. Um, probably like two thousand fifteen. Yeah ish and that went on for like two years two or three years she worked at a grocery store in customer service and i was so afraid to talk to her what were you just in love and you know what the weird thing was it's like you didn't even know her, they dude. weren't what uh, yeah just a, kind of a distance admiration sort of thing it got creepy too because i remember like um there's a, a starbucks i fucking hate starbucks i just wanted some coffee but there's a starbucks in the same uh grocery store and um I, uh, the, the guy working there, I was like, yeah, uh, does your sister work here? And he was like, yeah, she works up at customer service. And I was like, I thought so. You guys have the same eyes. <laughs> it was oh, the creepiest shit. Jesus. Yeah. I never, I, don't, I, I never know. got the, I never got the courage up to talk to her though. And, and it sounds kind of fucked up to say, but it's like, I don't know in retrospect, I don't know why, because most people would think that that these two ladies in particular weren't anything special. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I did. Well, they were, and that was and the I problem. The holder stamper. Yeah. Truly. It, I mean, like, you, you probably even just liked her smile or liked her personality Everything, or something. Yeah. yeah like, and yeah, something, something was big. Like, 
it gets you right. It it puts those little butterflies in your in your in your tummy. And yeah, I was a fucking coward. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever not been a coward about that? Have you ever like confessed your love to someone? No, never. You've never confessed your love to someone. No. Have you ever been in like a long term relationship with somebody that you loved? Uh, most of my uh, relationships is they went on for uh, about a year ish, on so- average. And it was more like a, an obligation sort of thing before we eventually just broke up. Damn, dude. You've never been in like a, a lovey-dovey long relationship with somebody? And you and not only that, you've been scared to tell people that you have feelings for them? No, I can't say that I have. I want to fucking... I want to I wanna wingman you, dude. I want to wingman you so hard. Because that's like my fucking... That, that sounds is like my a shit, threat. dude. No, yeah, I want to wingman you so fucking hard, Stamper. No, I'm just... I want to, I want to see you be happy, you piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> it's not that, man. I just, I, I have, I'm the exact opposite, right? I'm the exact opposite. I have no qualms talking to people that I don't know, even if I have strong feelings for them or if I admire them or anything like that. I just tell myself they're people too, and, you know, I have to, I have to go for it. And I know so many people who can't do that that I I try my best to to tell friends to you know if they're interested in a girl or something to like you know go say something to her you know go go say hello ask her if you she wants to get coffee sometime I always like I'm that guy and I try my best to like hook my friends up with people and and make make romance and relationships happen I, I'm a networking guy yeah, I also got to take my own advice too because I do I do the same thing. Um, yeah, it's just easy to get flustered without thinking kind of logically. Like for example, in those situations, in retrospect, I could look back and say, um, it's kind of like um, seeing it from another perspective, like we were talking about, right? Yeah. How would if you were just standing there minding your own business in a grocery store, looking at cantaloupes and shit, and she came up to you and started talking to you? You wouldn't be offended. You wouldn't run off. Your first instinct wouldn't be to hurt somebody's feelings. You'd probably be interested that somebody's interested in talking to you. Yeah. So if you look at from from that the other side of things, instead of fearing the worst and shit. Have you ever, have you never had that happen to you? Somebody come up and like give you their number and stuff? That's happened a couple of times. Yeah, see? So, I mean, it's it's exactly that feeling. If anything, you're like flattered, you know? And you're happy that somebody came up and asked you for your for your number or gave you their number. That's happened to me. I, I'd say that happens to me like once a month. And it's even happened like while I'm with my wife. We've had, I've had people give me their phone number and stuff. Yeah, it always means more when they don't know who I am. Not that I'm, not that I'm I'm anything fucking special or anything, but when they just don't know who I am at all. Like if I'm just at a bookstore. Have you and been like have that? Me, come that, up to you and been like, "Hey, you're Stamper. Can I get your phone number?" Oh, that yeah, that happened. That's happened plenty of times. And it's it's there's always something like weird about it. Like they don't even know who the fuck I am. They just creepy, they see dude. a name. They just like, oh yeah, this guy must be something. It's like guys. It's like yeah. It's like, oh, it, you, they kind of like throw the value of a person out the window because they have like you'd be the biggest piece of shit in the world. Doesn't matter. He's got X amount of Instagram followers. That's yeah. the kind of world we're living in nowadays, right? That's why I don't want to show my face, man. I think that's like the actual end all be all reason. I want to be oh, known for my so content. Nobody knows what you look like. Yeah, nobody knows what I look like. Here, you know what? I'll 
I'll show you what I look like. Hold on. So you're going to show me what you look like right now via a picture? I, uh, Zoom uh, camera. Or not Zoom, Discord camera. Okay. Okay, hold on. Oh shit, if it'll actually fucking work. Uh, oh, it went to OBS. Never mind, there we go. That should work, right? Oh, is it because... No. Oh, it's because my three teens open. Hold on. It's just because three teens open and it uses the camera. There we go. There. Uh, that is fucking crazy, dude. You look exactly like Chris Hemsworth. That's insane. Yeah, I get. How I long? Get, how long is your hair? I get. Cr it's I all get golden black. locks of beautiful Thor hair. I get. I get black Chris Hemsworth a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With that you see rich it? chocolate complexion. Yeah. Yeah. You see it? It's. I mean, it's. It's pretty good. It's. It's mostly down here, but yeah. It's. I, I get. I get Chris Hemsworth a lot. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Go. How often do you fucking work out? Seriously. Well, I mean, I go to the gym, like, at least, I don't know, I, I go to the gym pretty regularly. I, I spend, um, I spend about three hours at the gym every day after work. I mean, that's why our interview has to be so late. I go, I go from work to the gym, and I lift for a while and do a lot of cardio. And then, um, and then, you know, I, I, I drink a lot of protein shakes and stuff. So, I, I mean, I'm, pr I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty fucking ripped. I mean... Uh, yeah, it fucking shows. Dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's it's honestly like if look at look at this. Hold on, I'll show you my six pack. That, my friend, is just gorgeous. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, it's fucking. It, you could cut a diamond on these things, man. <laughs> I got cum gutters. What is what is it they call cum gutters? I got cum gutters, dude. If you jizzed on my chest, it would go straight down to my legs. I actually do, all jokes aside, I need to fucking, not that we were joking, but I do need to fucking work out more, man. It's... Me too, dude. Uh... I, I am, I am overweight if, if it is not, I mean, like, I'm not, I don't look like garbage. I was pressing my stomach out just a second ago, but I really do need to work out. Uh, it's really like, um, uh, there's a lot of people that in general, they, um, you know, they, they find that, uh, that keeping a, a regular workout routine is difficult and so forth and so on. But you'll find that it's not too hard once you legitimately, you like legitimately tell yourself like, yo, I, or when you just legitimately feel like shit, you're like, I can't do this anymore, man. I, do, I just don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, f for me, I, I, I normally get into shape when I step outside of myself and treat my body as a separate entity. And like, I'm just a floating head. Like, how would I see my body if I looked at it <laughs> as somebody else? I'd probably think this shit was fucking gross. I hate, I hate thinking about that. I have, I have really bad self-image issues. Uh, so, like, the, I, I'd not, I, I think like, a lot I, of people do. Like, I'm not ugly, right? Like, I know I'm not ugly. I, I can of look at myself and not, yeah, I can, I can legitimately look at myself <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not ugly. But... I also have this this thing where for most of my life, I was around 115 to 120 pounds, uh, especially in high school. And I, I didn't gain any weight past that until I, I was at least 19 before I, I gained any weight past that. And even then I went up to sure. like 160. 
And now I'm 235. And really? Yeah. So I have I have a really hard time uh, looking at myself and thinking that I look like myself or thinking that I look good or that I, I'm attractive. My wife tells me I'm attractive. I Other people tell me that I'm attractive. I get people that hit on me and give me their phone numbers, but I just can't do it myself, you know? I can't be happy with myself. Yeah, I can understand. I feel like a lot of people can understand, especially if you've spent a lot of time. Like, um, for example, uh, when I was younger, I was pretty fat for a while. Were you? For years. For years. I've always thought you were in great shape, dude. And I was really self-conscious of that. And when something goes on for years, you carry that with you regardless. Yeah. Even Even when I was underweight, I still thought I was fat. Because it's just implanted in in your head, like oh, man. well, it's a trauma. It's honestly a trauma. Mm. I I can't. I've been fat. I've been overweight. I, I guess I am fat. I, I've been overweight for. Let me see. What is that? I've been overweight for about a decade now, and I can't. I can't bring myself to like. I don't know. I can't bring myself to try to, I I lost weight down to 160 around five years ago. And then I immediately went back up to 230 and I I don't know what my problem is about being, you know, having the resolve to care and treat myself like I'm important. I'll always get to, Oh, you're just fucking, you're fat and you're ugly. And you just, you know, who fucking cares if you're fat and ugly, you're married and you don't have to, uh, you don't have to worry about that anymore. And who cares what you look like? It doesn't matter, but it matters to me. And I, I don't know why I can't, I can't allow myself to matter. Yeah, that's true. That's one of my problems as well. Dude, I don't know. that comes from a reckless mindset where, I didn't think I was going to be around. <laughs> so I just didn't care. Do you think you were going to die really young like I did? Yeah. I spent a lot of time in jail and uh, just doing a lot of drugs and doing a lot of reckless shit, hanging out with some legitimately deadly people and yeah. uh, some deadly crews, man, like some really fucking deadly bad people. And people were dying around us and all sorts of shit. But I, I spent all that time because I think I just didn't appreciate myself. And now that I've lived through all that, I, I have to feel the same way. I feel the exact same way that you do. I, I didn't think yeah. I, I didn't think I'd make it to 28. Plus, you get the um, idea in your head. It's, it's kind of like a, a poisonous idea where it's like you also start thinking that nobody else really cares either. And they're only carrying out of some sort of misplaced obligation to care. Yeah. Like nobody like really gives a shit. Yeah. I don't really give a shit. So who cares? I don't know. What's with fucking, uh, that's gotta be like a big thing in our, I think that's a thing in our generation. And, and by our generation, I mean like the new grounds generation, like people who were of age to use new grounds when new grounds was around for the first five years of its existence. Mm-hmm. There's something about, that and like the people who used early 4chan and before reddit and everything that i don't i don't know we have this 
we have we have this demeanor about us about like our own lives not mattering and other people's lives not mattering and i think it comes from all those shock videos we saw we've just been desensitized to so much at such a young age there's that and you know like the magic the magic is gone like the the adventure of life is kind of gone when everything's just put out in front of you and <laughs> you know it's I don't know. It's yeah, tough to say. especially if you're, especially if you're you're thinking, oh well, things will get better when I'm an adult, and then they really don't. Like you know, your yeah. your life kind of, your life kind of spirals, and then you're like, oh well, things will be better when I'm an adult, and then things aren't better when you're an adult because you've put yourself in such a shit position because you were a shitty teenager, <laughs> and yeah. and people people have thought that that's who you are. I still meet people to this day that I went to high school with and stuff like that, who still think that I'm the exact same person that I was when I was 17. And I'm an entirely different person than I was when I was 17. Yeah, it was weird. I, um, I came back to town, uh, to, uh, it was in, uh, Virginia, Virginia beach. And, um, after years and years and years of being gone. And, um, I was just in the shopping center and, uh, there's a pizza hut in the shopping center. I used to work there when I was like, <clears throat> when I was like 16, 17 ish uh, delivering pizzas. Yeah. And, um, and again, this is years. This is like a full decade plus later. And, uh, I walked by the pizza hut and, uh, my old buddy walks out and it was like, it was so weird because I used to work there with him when I was a kid. What? He still worked there? And no, he like joined the air force and then came back Oh, and then he just got a job back there again. And it was so weird to see that. And he was the same exact person. He didn't change at all. He was like, Hey man, what are you doing later? You still smoke? And I was like, nah, you know, not, not really. So you want to go do some reckless shit? It's like, dude, he didn't change at all. It was crazy. Yeah. And that's not to say he's like, he's, you know, it's a fuck him sort of thing. It was just really bizarre to see that because it's like, boy, I got fucking, I changed so goddamn much. <laughs> Fucking blow your face through the back of your head, dude. Yeah, I'm. I met. I went to. I went to a game store recently, like a video game store, and one of my best friends in high school was working there, and I hadn't seen the dude in 15 years, and and he he was like, you know, we we hit it off, and I was like, hey man, you know, what have you been up to in your life, you know, stuff like that, and he was the same exact human being that he was the last time I saw him. And yeah. I went I went over to his house, I met his wife, met his kids. He invited my another friend that I was really close to in high school. That was my best friend obviously for probably like a year or something at some point and he was the same exact dude. The only thing that changed mm. about him was he was Christian now. And they oh. they still <laughs> they still were like, "Hey man, we're going to go outside on the back porch. We're going to go smoke a blunt. Uh you know, you want to hit this?" I was like, "Nah, man, I'm fucking good. I got a fucking job. I can't I, I, I don't do drugs anymore. I did drugs every day for, I don't know, most of high school. But I don't know. I, I grew out of that, and I, I, I grew up and became an adult. And these people, especially the type of people who are still working at, like, a game store and never went to college, never tried anything, never did really anything. You see that a lot in people who, um, they, they uh... They never leave their hometown. You see that a lot. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. But both of them, neither one of them. They have no intention of doing so. No, it's no desire to see anything else. And then you just stay there and you kind of purposefully uh, stagnate. Do you think that that makes them happy? It's not negative about it. You're just comfortable there and there it is. You think that that's what makes them happy? Or maybe they they think that that's going to lead to them having like a really happy life if they, you know, they, they understand they're controlled environment and this is you know what they need and what they like or do you think it's just sure, fear I see that yeah yeah well it might have been fear at some point but yeah just the overall like control of your environment the more time that go goes on the more distant any idea of doing anything else becomes that scares me because man. you're just you're so used to doing one thing you know that would terrify me uh, i don't know hmm. the the idea that at some point i may never I may never do something new again, or I may never create again, or I may never just something small. Like I might never write a song again. That's terrifying to me. That's, that's like what death is, right? Like that's, that's you're you're, I mean, you're effectively dead at that point. Why not just be dead? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Maybe we're getting in. Maybe, maybe that's a little bit too depressing for, uh, of a discussion, but we've been talking yeah, for like be, two hours and 20 minutes. Let's be so. funny now. Let's be funny. Okay. Uh, Stamper, what's the biggest poop you ever took? I don't know. It was, <laughs> I bet it was, I bet it was pretty big. That the, pr- <laughs> the big, big poopies of your Stamper. I, I don't, I don't know. How do we, how do we be funny? That is what's a funny. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you a religious man? I am not. Question over. Okay. <laughs> my my wife is. My wife is very religious. Um, you say very, like very, like or very, uh, or very. She's she's just a you know she's very, very devout. She's devout. I would say. Gotcha. She's a devout individual. She's not a dumbass. Uh, she's mm. just, she's just devout to her religion and she gives herself to her religion and, you know, believes in it. And if anybody else disagrees, who cares? You know, it's what she believes in. Scientifically speaking, does your wife have big giant titties? <laughs> I don't know. I should call her in here and ask her to come in here and show you. <laughs> uh, hold on. Hold on. No, no. <laughs> Why? Stamper. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see your wife's titties. <laughs> no, just gonna, uh, she'd think it was funny. I was just gonna get her to come in here and like, and she'd be like, mm-hmm. she'd do something like that. She'd fucking uh, show off for you, Stanbury. Show you the goods. I feel like we had better topics of discussion last time. Did we? I feel like we probably did, but I think this was definitely a better podcast. Like, There's probably more energy in this one. I, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I was, I, I smoked a bowl of CBD before the last one, and I was fucking out of it, dude. What, I is, was, that, what does that stand for? CBD. Uh, yeah. Cannabidol something. It's it's weed without the I THC see, in it. I see it all over the, then what's the fucking point? Like, it's got, like, a very small amount of THC in it. So instead of getting, like, your fucking ass blasted to the moon by, like, train wreck or something, it's like, it's like a very relaxed version of marijuana. So it's like 
green tea versus coffee in terms of caffeine. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's it's the okay. difference it's the difference between fucking uh taking one hit of some weed and uh sitting in the car with somebody while they're smoking weed. You know? Like, oh, got you. It's a massively different experience, but I find it to be a lot more chill. I have a really bad time when I smoke weed. Yeah, me too. I think I'm a I'm allergic to it. Really? That's why I that's why I don't fuck with it. It's not because I have anything against it. It's I think I'm actually like allergic. I haven't done any of the oils or anything like that, but I think I'm allergic to cuz I got a nasty fucking pollen allergy. I don't think it has anything to do with pollen, but plants kind of fuck me up sometimes. Yeah. And I think I think I'm like I'm allergic to the plant aspect of it. Like my shit swells up and my fucking God, that sounds awful, dude. Wire. Especially if you're going to be yeah. high while that happens. Yeah. Then you don't know what's happening, and plus you feel like shit the whole time. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I've heard, I've heard people say that there's a thing where it's like you're THC sensitive, right? So, mm. but whatever it is that weed does to other people, it does that times fifty to me. I'm pretty sure, because other yeah. people don't. And that too, it like, it really, uh, like when other people just like it just relaxes other people. Yeah. It like it sends my heart like a fucking jackhammer, and it, like it and like everything just goes like super fucking overboard. Exactly. So exactly. I'm even s- if I wasn't, even if it didn't like make me kind of physically sick, I still probably wouldn't fuck with it because it really fucks with my physical well being. I'm really glad that I finally found somebody who kind of understands me on that. I've I've talked to so many people, and nobody understands what I'm talking about with that. Yeah, like it, it makes like me a- want to curl up into a ball on the floor and just like it's, it's yeah, just, and just have just a bad fucking it. time. I I had a um, my mine's always like this. I'll I'll forget things, and time and space will like mean different things to me. Like I'll I'll forget where I am if I'm sitting in a dark room staring at my desktop then everything that's in the dark behind me doesn't exist. It's a lot like acid, you know? Like, if things don't exist, or if things aren't in my view, they don't exist in my universe while I'm high. Mm. And I have this really bad thing of when I... If I smoke weed, and then I try to, like, close my eyes and go to sleep, all I see is, like, uh, like dead bodies, like, piled from Auschwitz and, uh, and war and like it's just hell man i i only see like fucked up shit when i close my eyes yeah same here it's like it's maybe it has something to, something to do with already having an overactive mind and making making it even more overactive it has to be it's not right? a good idea yeah i've <laughs> because, never you know every other thing's like like think think of every other thing that you put in your body that is semi-enjoyable you look at like the the alcohol end of the spectrum you look at like the pills and what is that that slows you down. I don't need something that makes me think more vividly. Yes, I already have yes. a problem with that. Yeah, definitely. I've never wanted to do... Uh, well, I... Okay. I've never enjoyed doing psychedelics. Ever. Mm-hmm. Because all it does is take that part of my brain that's like... That, you know, can do storyboards for a horror game. Or do uh, dialogue for a war movie. And it just it just ramps that up and turns that on, and it's just like yeah, yeah it's like there's there's already fire burning in my brain, and you want me to splash gasoline on it? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever done like psychedelics that weren't weed? Um, yeah, but I don't remember much of that. 
did do you did you know if you had a bad time or not no yes and no like it's just like something like oh that was it okay yeah i don't think i've that's not something I'm going to actively search out again. See, that's weird. I know people who just were like, uh, actively want to fuck with acid, you know? Constantly, yeah. I yeah. Know. It's just like something, like maybe, I'm not like calling anybody like fucking stupid or anything like that, but maybe their brains just operate not necessarily like a dumber level, but like a very non- like they're normally like they they have a very mundane thought pattern and yeah. anything that changes when they can naturally change it but anything that like forcefully changes that it's just mind blowing to them and maybe it's maybe it's just more fascinating if their brain goes if the creative side of their brain if like the part of their brain that allows them to do inner monologues and uh, paint a picture in their brain is normally not on and not something that they can use really like readily and yeah, then like something that. that's normally that's not to say that again, that's not to say anybody's fucking stupid, but something that's just kind of lying dormant normally. Yeah. In their normal day to day thought patterns. And for just, us, that shit's just on. There. That's just just, it's just all like just constantly firing like this. I don't need any fucking help with that. If anything, I need something to shut that off and shut it up. That was that. I mean, that's my big that was why I had the big alcohol and pill problem. I just wanted to fucking turn that shit off. I didn't want to. I, I had a lot of death around that time. A lot of, like, a lot of friends died. A lot of family died. And I kept getting these, like, these vivid, you know, uh, images in my head of, like, their dead bodies. And, like, you know, maybe, like, one of them breaks their neck. And I, I have this storyboard image in my head. I'm going to wake up one night. And, you know, I can see it for real in my head. Like, I'm watching a movie. And I'm going to wake up. And I'm going to look out in my hallway. And there's going to be standing there with a broken neck. And, you know, and, and creepy pasta eyes. And I'm like, I need to fucking turn that shit off. I don't want that. That's not what I want that in my man, head. See, that kind of stuff could be scary, too, because I feel like one day, because your brain is a powerful place, man. That's, I can, as the days go by, I can, I can um, not necessarily relate, but I, I could certainly understand why people snap sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, just something, like, just years and years of, like, they're just, their brain is going, like, in overdrive constantly. And then one day, it's just, like, they just snap. Yeah. And they don't necessarily, like, lash out and do something bizarre. But, like, you know, the, they just, like, their brain just kind of cracks and starts, you know, creating daily hallucinations of shit. And, like, this and oh, this and dude, this and this I fucking, this. I'm, I'm, are you, are you like me? Are you so scared of the day that, like, eventually, like, there, there has to be a day, right, where... We're going to be like, if, if we make it to this and we don't fucking kill ourselves, we're going to make it to like 90 and we're going to be like 92 years old and the dementia is going to start setting in and all that oh, yeah. shit, all that shit that like you, you're, you can just think of right now, but you can't necessarily see maybe that mm -hmm. shit turns on and now you're just seeing shit. Like you see old people say that like, they, they see other people and they see like their son or something and their son's been dead for 30 years. Like that yeah. scares me. And it, it what what's scary about that is it's kind of like um it's like that paradox where you you don't know it's like you're again you're like your brain is the control center of everything you are and everything you know right yeah how do you know that your brain is fucked up if your brain can't tell you that it's that you're fucked up that's what's scary about it uh, god i fucking i hate this conversation this is terrifying this is legitimately like you, some of the shit that keeps me up at night it's like you can't 
you can't tell somebody that they're crazy if they're like legitimately crazy because their brain has to process that information and pass it on to themselves but they it's can't like the goblin the goblin thing we were talking about earlier like if yeah you're, if you're seeing that you're probably not gonna think it's weird yeah and that's the most fucked up part at all you're probably not even gonna like even if somebody tells you that that's weird, you're not going to be able to be like, eh, eh. you'll probably be like, no, no, you just fucking saw a little green ass goblin ran all around the fucking subway. What about it? That and um, Alzheimer's is really scary too. seeing people with Alzheimer's. See, for the longest time, I, I thought Alzheimer's was just like a, you know, it's like fodder for stand up comedians like, oh, they're forgetting things. But then if you look at like, I think it's I'm 99 percent sure it's Alzheimer's. You look at the x-rays of an Alzheimer's brain, and it's like mice just were eaten through it. Like, yeah. your brain is actually vanishing. Uh, like, big pieces of your physical brain uh, is going away. God. It's not just you're forgetting things, like where you put your key. Is, <laughs> your brain is vanishing. You got it's, you got Alzheimer's scary. in your family? Uh, n- n- I, yeah. Yeah, same. But not, it's not like a common thing. It's just like motherfuckers get old and... There you go. Everybody in my family, especially on my dad's side, lives for fucking forever. And they also live to get dementia and Alzheimer's by the time they're like 80. And then they live until like 103. And there's a, I just don't want that. Like a, there's kind of a morbid piece to it, though. Like every now and again, I think is, you know, like when something's just like eating you up for no reason. Yeah, you know, it's like every it's just sometimes, it, like every single day, it's like it, it's normally you have to stop yourself and be like, dude, this is so trivial. It shouldn't be fucking giving you a an an anxiety attack, of you know something that happened like fucking fifteen years ago. It's just some petty shit, but like every day you think about it, or something like that. There's some sort of like like morbid piece to losing your memory. Oh, uh, dude, you there's know, there's some like morbid just piece get, like, to never remembering every time a joke that you told dropped and like didn't wasn't funny and everybody just kind of cringed. Like just wipe out like your whole sl- like. It's interesting to think about. Let's say that like right like I bonk you on the head right now. You forget everything up until this point, but you still have all the te- you know how to do things. You have all your talent. All you still know how to make an omelet. You still know how to do a podcast. All the faculties. But you just don't remember anything, you know, that isn't, like, directly related to what you're capable of doing. Yeah. You asking what I want that? No, I'm saying it would be interesting. to. Do. It's just interesting. It'd be, it'd be interesting to bonk you on the head. Uh, yeah, I'm just, just saying I, I just want to take a baseball yeah, bat. Yeah, I'm just, just saying I just want to just fuck once. you up. Just fuck you up. I, I don't know. Would you take that stamper? Would you take the... There's a, there's a movie about that, right? That Total Recall? Is that what that is? Uh, I don't think that's what happened. They went to Mars. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't fucking <laughs> remember. There's some Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about that, right? Where it's like... Oh, no, it's uh, it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's uh, fucking... Uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Oh, I never saw that all the yeah, way that's what Yeah, that's what that movie's about. Is like, if you had the choice to delete your memories of something that hurt your feelings would you do it but you know at the at the risk of everything else has to go with it would you take that like would you take just is there anything in your life that you would be like yeah if you can take away all my memories up to this point 
I'll do it because I can forget that. You know, sometimes I, I sit around and I think, and I, I legitimately, you think? legitimately try to. Yeah, sometimes. Damn. But I, I try to pull up good memories, and I never come up with anything. Really? I try to, I try to do the same thing. I, every time I try to come up with good memories, it's there's this one image of looking out the front window of my parents' house on Christmas Eve and seeing it snow, and it's just snowing, and there's like Christmas music playing, and I'm standing next to the Christmas tree, and there's presents under it, and everybody's eating, and my mom's cooking some really tasty smelling food. And that's, that's like, that's like the good memory for me. You don't have anything like that? No. Which is weird. I should, right? But I don't. Well, I mean, just not to say I, I grew up in hell. I just don't, I don't have any, I can't, it's the only thing I remember are the negatives. And oh. I, th I think that's just a natural thing I do, like, to, to maybe, like, I dwell on, on just the negatives in maybe, it, kind of like a an unconscious attempt to not repeat them yeah yeah i think we talked about that last time that it's just human nature really to dwell on the things that affected you negatively more than the things that affected you positively yeah and sometimes i wonder if because i don't think I'm, I'm special in that regard i think a lot of people do in some cases i do think i i i go overboard yeah like when somebody would be upset about something and if the same thing happened to me i'd i'd never let the shit go i'm still thinking about it like a decade later and uh i get jealous of people that just they could just forget that shit and write it off as some trivial like it is it is some fucking trivial but yeah my um i mean there's there's things that are like that that even normal people unlike uh unlike you can like can't get over though there there are things that people like legitimately happened to them a decade ago and they still can't let it go like a lot of people who are uh molestation victims uh and rape victims have that have that like you know it happened 20 years ago but it still feels like it was yesterday and i still hate it and that's I still hate true myself and, I, and I, co I constantly fucking remind myself of that shit too it's like what are you bitching about man you put put all of our problems on a table. It's like yours are pretty trivial in the grand scheme of things. So shut the fuck up, man. What you think about being molested a lot? No, I think about other what other people have have seen and been through, and it's like, dude, yeah, just shut up. Yeah, you you, you haven't seen nothing yet. I don't know. I I think like the biggest thing that would like. The biggest thing that would make me shut up and stop worrying about things that happened to me before would probably be going through war. Like, if if world war happened and I had to go out on the front lines and be part of that and see people die and see fighting like that on that scale, I think that oh, would... Oh, yeah. And that, that there's plenty of people that are dealing with that right now. Just, I know. What the fuck am I complaining about, man? I know. I Do you ever think about maybe, like... You ever think about maybe just on purpose doing something really really terrible that's an awful idea just so that it'll give you the trauma to like make you not care about your other traumas as much yes all the time same same i i don't know what it is but i'm like i, I feel awful about this well you could just fucking drive a car off a bridge and if you survive then that trauma is gonna fuck your life up and you know you maybe you won't give a shit about uh, that that other thing as much. Yeah, then you'll just trump all that and put things into pers 
force things into perspective. I don't know. That's not a healthy way to think, man. We can't we can't do that with our own lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> negative way to think actually. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I you and I obviously have very similar ways of thinking though. Uh if anything else I've learned during just this conversation that you and I probably have several like very similar ways of thinking about problems and then trying to put it into perspective and then trying to not worry about those problems anymore. I don't know. I've always thought about like if if shit goes so bad that I'm like I just can't cope. I think I'll just join the military. And then just go for it. Yeah, I'll just join the military and then like go for full infantry and then tell people to put me on the fucking front lines and let me see some like real horrific shit. And and then let's see how much of a crying baby bitch I am when I get home. Yeah, well, at least you're going that route cuz a lot of people just snap one day and and figure they'll just start killing people. Oh and yeah. Become a serial killer and go up that road. Oh man, <laughs> I've thought about that too for sure. I've I've definitely I also put a thought, lot of thought into that. Yeah, but, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, nah, I'm too nice for that. Yeah, like <laughs> honestly, at the end of the day, uh, I I do. I've thought a lot about like, if it, like okay, this is something I asked my wife the other day because she's really into serial killers and shit, and I'm really into serial killers and shit because it's it's interesting subject, right? But, it is right, yeah. So. Like, you know how most serial killers have, like, a type of person that they kill? Like, pretty women, small boys, uh... Like, uh, all blondes. Yeah, all blondes or something. I was trying to think if there was, like, if there would be a type of woman or a type of man that I would I would serial kill. And me and my wife sat there talking, like, thinking about it. And my wife was like, yeah, I could really see myself, like, killing, like really uh like really grody gross old men like in their 40s and 50s who like prey on young girls and stuff she's like yeah you wouldn't really feel guilty about that yeah she was like i could really see myself doing that if i ever decided to just go full serial killer <laughs> go full serial yeah not like half serial killer we're not gonna half-ass it. it's a tropic like. thunder reference stamper you know what it is uh, oh right yeah oh right yeah but you, you can't say that not in 2021 no you cannot you can't say you can't the say funny it. word not 2021. you can't say the funny word the big funny funny word uh yeah when did context go out the window man jesus christ uh around 2019 no hmm. around 2016 honestly once it became such an issue that like did you hear what he said? He's such a monster. Did you yeah, hear what he yeah. said? I'm the good guy. He's the bad guy. What a monster. Yeah, what once that context? became a thing. Doesn't matter. He's at it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Are you upset? Uh, what was no, the... I'm, uh, other people would be upset, though. So I'm being <laughs> upset for other people. Exactly. What What would What would you kill, though, if you were a, if you were a serial killer, Stamper? Strictly black people. Strictly <laughs> <laughs> Strictly. Why is, no. why is that, Stamper? No, that was that was a joke. Because I find um, them so attractive, and I can't have them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to wipe out the competition. Dude. I want to be, I want to be black so bad. I'm Stamper. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I, think I'd have a. You'd think that that your your um uh a good idea would be like how that truck driver did the, the truck driver did it, where he went for so long without being caught because he was just a uh, an international truck, not international, uh, like a national truck driver. So he was, his his life was driving. So yeah. So he was always in a different state. 
and like he didn't really have a type. Yes. Yeah. Why he was so because like there was not. It was just like somebody would die and then somebody else would die and there's nothing connecting anybody. And yeah. Just driving people fucking nuts. That, I never I don't heard think I could that do guy. that because it's. it's I, yeah, I think it was the same guy that did that. But that's like one of the keys is like if you don't have like a, a, a standard that you always follow or a pattern that you always follow, you'll probably never get caught. Well, it's like a but thing then, of passion. Then, they have to find out what the passion behind it is. Like you're most yeah, most if killing it's seemingly is passion. random. Yeah, if it's seemingly passionless, passionless, then it's like, oh, well, he doesn't even think of it as art. He doesn't think of it as redeeming. He's just doing it because he can. Honestly, that guy is probably one of the scariest serial killers of all time. Who's that? The guy with the truck and the just killing random people. Yeah, and if, I think if you look it up, I, t- I might have my, my dudes um, mixed up here. But if Oh, I, you if mixed I up your dudes right, again, Stamper? If I remember right, he had like bones hanging from uh, in he had bones hanging in his uh, I want to say the, the cabin the cockpit of the the cabin of his yeah, truck. yeah the cabin of the truck and he would just tell people they were chicken bones or something like but they were like bones from people that's awesome I can't yeah I guess like on paper it's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like on paper I mean not like if I remember right that's how the story it's a little hazy in my mind that's but fucking epic I want to kill the people and put their bones in my cabin uh I mean just it's fucking that's just cool like I don't know serial killers are fucking fascinating they really are I I don't know man I I think that like I would kill pretty young women because I would be like, oh, I can't have them. And if I can't have them, then no one can have them. You know, I'd kill out of envy or something. That's a pretty common thing. Yeah, it's like the most common, I think. I told my wife that and she was like, yeah, that's like the most common reason for like being a a serial killer is like, oh, I can't have what I want. So I'll just stop. It'll just stop existing. I'll make it stop existing. I think I probably follow some sort of logical mindset. Like I'd like to think that I'd like to consider myself a fairly good judge of character. And I think I'd probably do something really kind of basic. Like I would just, I'd j- judge somebody and be like, would the world be a better place without this person? And if yes, then I'd just go for it. And they're like, well, who are you to say? Well, well, I'm nobody. the worst of them all. That's yeah. That's, that's generous. <laughs> I'm using myself as the. Ba- are they better than I am or worse than I am? If worse, then fine. Yeah, that's how. That's how a lot of. Uh, that's how a lot of serial killers who do that are, where they they try <laughs> to judge individuals based on their themselves as a standard, and then you know if they if people are if they think that people are worse even than them, then they don't deserve to exist because by default they don't deserve to exist. Damn, it make sense. That's that's deep, Stamper. Why you got such problems, self conscious, self confidence issues, Stamper? I don't know. I love your shit, Stamper. I love you. I like you. Don't fucking don't don't hate yourself, Stamper. You a good boy. You know that is that is prob that is probably my biggest the the biggest problem I have is is a, a genuine lack of self confidence. Yeah, loving yourself and like actually having self confidence. Or liking anything that i do or yeah it's just like i i just uh yeah you don't have anybody to like you don't have anybody to riff off of though you don't have anybody to tell you how good your stuff is or like not yeah, any- but even if i did i wouldn't believe them i just think that they were bullshitting me just for the sake of that's maintaining true. the peace 
That's true, but I mean, like, what if what if you got somebody who actually loved you and didn't... That That's a good one. What if, like, you got somebody who actually loved you and they just loved your stuff because they love you, not because they like your stuff, but they like you as a person, therefore anything you make, they love? I still wouldn't believe them. You think that's a cop-out? Yeah. I, I wouldn't believe that they love me in the in the first place. That's how my wife is. I mean, my wife doesn't give a shit about my YouTube stuff, but she likes my YouTube stuff by default because I made it and she loves me. You gotta. You sure about that? <laughs> uh, I don't have the. I don't have that I problem mean, look like you who's do, Stamper. Telling you that. Yeah, I don't have the problem like that uh, that you do, Stamper. I, for some reason, I don't know how, but after being married for ten years, I can wholeheartedly say that i am convinced now my wife loves me that i love her and that we will we will be fine and that we will you know there's not really anything that can get in the way of that you know besides death oh yeah that'll 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 fucking do it that'll fucking do it trust me that'll do it one of these days when i when i decide to fucking finally do it blow my brains out that will be the day when uh when i stop loving my wife and <laughs> my wife stops loving me i don't know man you gotta you gotta get a you need to get a maybe you need to get another relationship man or uh maybe fucking just have somebody that you think tells you the truth like somebody who doesn't have a fucking ball in that game you know i'm sure it'll happen one day yeah i'm sure i'm how old are you stamper that's none of your fucking business. God damn it, Stamper! You can't say I, um, that. I'm older than Chris Hemsworth, but I'm younger than Chris Evans. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know who either of those people are. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Captain America and Thor, dumbass. I don't fucking know, Stamper. I don't watch fucking garbage. I'm a reviewer. Oh I don't God. watch. I don't watch terrible things. It's not what I do. <laughs> you're supposed to watch terrible no, things. No, that's not the point. I want to watch good stuff and then never watch anything bad and only give good ratings. Speaking of good stuff, this is a shitty fucking podcast. Okay, so I set the thingy you're so to mean. record. I, I said, no, I'm just kidding. I set the uh, thingy to record for three hours. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut off. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, man. I'm just saying. So we got nine minutes left. To make this the best well, nine minutes of your entire life, if and you then had, it's over, and if then you it's had all not, over. If you had nine minutes to live, Stamper, and you had to decide on something to do to like, you had to decide on something positive to do. Last nine minutes of your life, what would you do? Uh, let's pretend that's real, right? Yeah, nine minutes. Um, like if I told you at the end of this podcast the world's going to explode, and you for some reason knew I was right. What would you actually do? Me? If, yeah. Like if the same had, thing? I, I, you have nine, period, and that's it. Then you're, everything's gone. Uh, I'd take, I take a shot of liquor. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd probably, same, I'll do that first. Yeah, I'd probably, uh, I'd probably smoke a cigarette. Oh, uh, no, man, I could take the, the whole, fuck a shot, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll take the bottle. I'll take a bottle. I'll take some cigarettes. Uh, I'd probably hold a cat and uh, hold my wife's hand and just share a bottle with her. That seems like it would be pretty good. Maybe just lay in the front yard in the grass. That's it, yeah. 
you know, I'd, I'd probably just do the, yeah, that's it. Just stare at the sky. And, yeah. And that's it. Cause like, that's, that's, uh, that's the ultimate thing that you can do for anxiety or it's the first like thing you can do for anxiety relief is like reconnect yourself with your environment and nature. So that's probably going to be like the one thing you could actually do in that situation to actually calm yourself down at all and get any acceptance out of it. I bet if everybody was in that situation, God's phone would be blowing up hard with everyone going, I'm sorry that I spent all that time not being religious. If you are real, though, please <laughs> forgive me. They'd be tweeting at him, dude. They'd be sending a whole bunch of tweets. I see. Please God, oh, please God. Man, man, that's that a way. pathetic lifestyle, man. Like, you have nine minutes left to live, and your first instinct is to go to Twitter. <laughs> Be like, hashtag almost dead. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I wouldn't do that, dude. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be. Yeah, praying. I'm not saying you, but I know. Yeah, tons I know. Of no, I, I mean, like, I wouldn't pray. I, I don't think I would pray. I think that, like, at that point, who cares? Like, in the final moments, if that's what it took for you to finally care if God was real, then that's not faith at all. That's fear. It's just, it's just fear. That's a good point. I I've always been of the opinion that I don't know if God is real or not, but I'll find out when I die and I'll just try to be a good person until that happened. And that's fair. Cause I, I think that love like if, I mean, God obviously has the right to judge me, but I think that if God made me and if God's real and religion's real, then he would have to understand that it's almost impossible to, to like have faith your entire life, much less have faith at all. If you were built in his image, then he must have been a fuck up too. Yeah, so well. he could kiss my ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, you say such mean things about God in your music, dude. Th- oh yeah. I think it I think it makes my I think it makes my wife sad when she hears me like when she hears me listen to your stuff and you uh you said what was it? I think it was in the Snickers song. You said like fuck you god. And I was like been there stamper, but damn. You have I just Do you think you have a vendetta against god? No, I just write things and whatever comes out comes out. Yeah, it's good for expression honestly. That type of thing people give uh, they give that kind of stuff more weight than I think it actually has. In that case, it's just you. It's honestly just you coping. I'm just yeah. It's just there. It's like just thoughts. I mean, it's if I you want to listen to rap music, it's like I swear to God, like ninety percent of the rappers out there, it's like this little fucking their little gears turn, and the, the second they figure out that Glocks kind of rhymes with cops. They, they think that's all they need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's just trash, man. It's for, fuck that. What uh, what rap uh, what rap artist do you listen to, Stamper? Oh, a lot of them, man. Me too, man. Like people, I love like, rap. people are like what are you, like what are you doing in this fucking game, man? It's like it's like, dude, I probably know more rappers than than you can count, man. I'm really big on Danny Brown. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really huge on Danny Brown. Uh, he did Triple uh, X. It uh, your music actually reminds me a lot of Danny Brown's. Just in general, you you have the same. Um, I I think he has Cadence. the same idea. He, you know, he he wants to make people laugh, but he also wants to say something serious. And he 
his first album that no his second album triple x was about the triple x stood for obviously drugs uh and then triple x being 30 which was his age at the time and then triple x being death and worrying about dying and the whole album is just about how if this album doesn't work i'm 30 years old and my life is over and i've gotten myself addicted to drugs and you know and and if this doesn't work i I give up you know my, my life is done and a lot of the songs are about him doing you know rapping or, or not rapping partying or doing something fun and funny but the undertone is always like yours is where it goes back to but my emotions though yeah i just figured you know give some it's just something different it's kind of like if, you, if you're gonna make music why not make music that you would want to listen to it's, it's it's a lot like a lot of the media the media, a, a lot of multimedia in general, like art, music, cartoons, animations, whatever. People make things for other people. Yeah. Like people are, re- when you're making something with the idea in your head, like, oh, people are going to love this. That's kind of a bad way of going about it. It like, is. Your first, you should go, you know, I'm, I'm making this, this, this is a song that I myself would want to listen to. Or something that helps you feel something and express something outwards that you couldn't otherwise do. Yeah, or, you know, if you're making, like, a, a cartoon, it's, like, a, a comedy cartoon, you're starting and you're like, yeah, people are going to find this funny. It's like, fuck people, man. Do you find it funny? Yeah. Then if other people laugh at it, then that's a natural byproduct, a byproduct of you making something that you personally find funny, that you enjoy, and you're putting it out there for other people to enjoy it as well. That's where a lot of, like, comedy and stuff like that falls flat because they're trying to direct things at people without really knowing why they're doing it television is that way too yeah it's like yeah people are gonna laugh at this it's like yeah but did you it doesn't matter people will it's like how do you know man you just put just put yourself out there dude you have one minute left <laughs> i know i was just gonna tell you i was just gonna tell you thanks stamper for coming on the show uh you're a great dude to talk to i've we've had some deep comments we've had some fucking i don't know i i had a good time and i liked this probably a lot better than you did yeah whatever yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had a great time fucking Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just well, saying I had a great time. And I think that people, I think people will really resonate with this. I, I think we came off as human. I will say that you could do a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of uh, other things to listen to. <laughs> oh, and man. I wouldn't mind coming back for uh, part two. Oh, thank you. Well, that's the tagline. You could do a lot worse. That's I'll review anything. <laughs> you, could you could do a lot worse. Uh, Bingo, there you go. All right, well, I'm turning my recording off. Goodbye, everybody. I love you.